0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Bandwagon Nerds is taped in front of a live studio audience.
1: again fellow basement dwellers nerds of all kind welcome back to another edition of bandwagon nerds right here on the chair shot radio network which is a part of the Chairshot.com. we're coming to you on monday october 10th 2022 this is of course what is this episode 152 last week was the rum episode that's right this is episode 152 i am your host today the lawyer dave unger patrick O'Dowd at one of, if you listen to musical chairs, the season finale, you would know that Patrick is at Hall and Oates today having a blast of a time. I am absolutely sure. But we've got a special episode here on episode 152, something that we've been cultivating for a few weeks. And it is going to be dropped on your ear holes here today. It is time for Nerdomania. Woo! I am not alone, of course. We are joined here today. Yeah welcoming back to the show and you guys need to shut up already welcoming back, welcome to, the back sh- to the show well, the puppies the puppies are back and and vocal as always but oh,
2: jr there's puppies <laughs>
1: yeah see he agrees with you hey stop that but as you've heard you've heard a couple of voices there i am thrilled to welcome back to the show especially for this episode the one and only the reverend ray cash ray how are you doing today, man? I know you are like a triple threat of your
3: own doing here today, my friend. I am overextended. The Everton match is on. I'm working right now. I'm on with you guys. Still got red zone on. Yeah, it's it's a busy day, but I'm good and I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Thank
1: you for coming on. I certainly appreciate it. Of course, we are joined by the other stalwart of the bandwagon, the one and only the live studio audience, Mr. Saturday night himself god you've got like as many nicknames as apollo creed lately the one and only pc tunny
2: i gotta watch saturday night live from last night and and um and i didn't watch lock and key because the packer game was out this morning so i'll just yes. throw myself under the bus and patrick you can send your hate emails to add it's me dpp
3: i can break it down for you right <laughs> will no, you summarize this
1: episode for us please
3: i hey, there look. was no hey. one used well, no. So Marquise was walking down the street, right? Marquise. Uh-huh. He had got a phone call from his homegirl, Pam. And she was like, Where you at? He was like, I'm on the way. She was like, I need you to get in now. I can't get in the door. The door is locked and you got the key. So he called Uber and Ramon picked him up in the Uber car. And it was actually Uber Black because Marquise got no money, right? And when the Uber Black got there, it took about 20 minutes, but it was all good. No worries. He got a bunch of angry text messages from Pam. But finally, when he got in the car, Ramon wasn't Ramon. Oh, my goodness. Dun, dun, dun. It was uh, Crystal Ball. And Ramon, Crystal Ball, not Ramon, took takes Marquise to the bad area of Lock and Town. I don't know the name of the city
1: and he was going there was he
3: going gun store gun store
1: liquor store where the fuck you taking me
3: (laughs) no (laughs) sorry no there there was the bad part of town he went to did not have businesses that were open if you know what i mean and ramon was in the car the whole time but he was in the trunk tied up and he was locked up and cristobal had the key Want Wanna
2: keep going oh
1: I think we got the gist of it. You know, I, I, I will say this, though, with uh, with PC Tunny not having watched lock and key because he uh, had to watch the Packers disappoint him yet again. Um, I don't think we're going to. <laughs> I think we will table the conversation of lock and key until next week when Patrick's back. We'll talk episodes two and three. I'm kind of I, I got uh, some ideas about where they're going with some things. It's um, I will say this. I did want to throw this out to you, Tunny. I think I posted this last week when we were talking lock and key and we all had kind of a lukewarm, tepid ish reaction to the first episode. And I think I posted that, that score on rotten tomatoes for season three, like season one had like a high 60 score, really good season.
2: Two was in the seventies. Two was
1: in the eighties. I think
2: eighties. this is what
1: 44,
2: 40. Yeah. That's, um,
1: I I don't know a little concerning. I mean, does that, I, I know you haven't seen this next episode. I will say after seeing it myself, watching it this morning, uh, I, I can see some of where some of the concern might be as far as where the, where the series is going. Um, my feeling, and you can tell me next week when you watch this, watch it this way. To me, it feels that they are kind of appealing or deliberately trying to go towards a younger audience <laughs> this year. And I'm not, you know, and I'm fine with that, but I'm not sure that that's what I was looking for. And I, I've read some of the synopsis to the upcoming episodes. And I think, Bodie kind of does a character yeah. change which he needs um and we'll see what's going on and Ray's just Grace what are you doing Ray you don't even know
3: you're still you're looking. I'm reading about locking key I'm trying to figure out what happened to Marquis oh, okay okay so anyway uh this is a
1: pretty good episode I think you we got some information about Tyler that kind of fills in some of the gaps but I will I will leave it there for you Tony so you can uh you can watch it yourself and enjoy it, and you can text me and let me know how much you enjoyed it or not enjoyed it, whether it gets you back on the bandwagon or whether you're like, you know, there's got to be other shit on that I need to watch. So,
3: would, would you say with the show like Lock and Key and Stranger Things, I'm being serious now, uh, with the show Lock and Key and Stranger Things and stuff like that, that young adult um, content is the most popular again, more popular than more adult stuff on on streaming services? cuz you if you say it's going to more of a younger skewed style audience see
1: like stranger Th- see like to me stranger things kind of mirrors harry potter a little way started off very young adultish this last season was definitely not it was very dark there were some serious turns, some serious topics covered well something. they
3: grew they grew with the with the, they, with this, the series yeah they
1: did and this feels like it almost feels like and tony you, let me know when you watch this. it feels like they're deliberately trying to keep Bodie extra young and this and that's sh- and it's they are not letting him at least for the first two episodes. And I, I like I said, I've read the synopsis I, I, of the upcoming episodes. I think he does get to stretch his legs, so to speak. But he's a better he's a better actor than this. And I feel like they're kind of deliberately suppressing him a little bit. And I don't know if that's deliberate or whether that that's just the way it's coming across. And after two episodes, really, you can't you can't make judgments about that after two episodes. But it feels that way to me so far. So I'm kind of curious to see. Tunney what you the Ray I know you're not going to watch it but in all seriousness I'm kind of curious what Tunney will think what he watches is if he says yeah Bodie's you know something's going on there um, we'll see we'll see what happens it does look and they, they there's some elements of the show that are still very good and very kind of curious as to where they go but with that being said since we are going to table this conversation I think you know what we're going to go right into the trailer park as soon as we get some banjos going we will up We'll push the schedule forward a little bit. Get some banjos. Uh, should we bring back the live banjo? I know O'Dowd loves that. Tony's like, no, let's not. Let's I'm not. already
2: in enough trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. How'd you get in trouble? Well, you, you, you are the you are the leader of the Chairshot.com. How do you get yourself in? No, trouble? No, I'm not. Oh, it's, that's just Greg. just a guy. You're just that's a Greg. Guy. Just the guy. Just Greg, a guy. Greg's I'm just
2: a guy. A, guy. a guy. He's the guy. I'm a guy. <laughs> Oh,
1: uh we had uh three trailers on the trailer park there were some other ones on there that i i, I kind of left off just because i thought we might be pressed for time and now we've got all this extra time i don't know what to do with it but the first trailer is a this is one i think patrick shared earlier this week man you know it's like i remember bad santa from years ago and when i first saw the trailer i'm like oh it's gonna be a bad santa ripoff and i was kind of wrong this is a movie called violent night with david harbour is, is that who it is, Tony?
2: I believe so. Yeah.
1: so, so I mean, speaking of stranger things, Hooper from uh, Stranger things or Hopper, excuse me. And uh, he's in this thing and and I mean, yeah, this is this looks very, very fun. Uh, d- a dark comedy all the way. This has a, a very much of a kind of cable guyish sort of dark comedy feel to it. Ray, I'm gonna turn this over to you because I think you actually really did watch this and don't have to, you know, make it up as you go along. What did you think of this Violent Night trailer?
3: Well, Crystal Ball
2: had never celebrated Christmas before. Because no. he's Jewish, right? Hey, go ahead. Crystal Ball. Well, famous. no, no
3: Crystal balls he celebrates Navi died. Come on. Okay. He's
1: probably celebrating Chris Mahana Kwanzaa, right? Is that
3: <laughs> He celebrates Festivus. There you go. Um, no, hey, look. First and foremost, David Harbour is just getting all the money and getting all the fun roles. He's just having the time of his life, and I'm happy for him. This, you know what I thought about when I saw the trailer? By the way, John Leguizamo, love that dude. Um, I thought, well, that makes sense that that uh Santa knows how to fight. Don't you think? Because if 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 Santa is technically a deity, he should know how to defend himself. And I don't know if he's the if Santa if Saint Nick, old jolly old Chris Kringle will be out here like stabbing dudes in the in the head with like sharp candy canes or nothing, but eh. Makes sense. It's pretty fun. Of course, of all the houses homeboy would try to rob, he robs the house that Santa's at. Of all the eight billion houses Santa's supposed to go to. Oh, come on, timing.
1: Well, didn't the girl, she get like something from her dad that allows her a direct line to Santa and she calls in the cavalry and Santa kind of shows up and just whoops some ass? Or...
3: That may be the case. I I wasn't paying attention to it that hard. So that may be Damn the it, case. Ray.
1: You're hanging out with Cristobal too much.
3: Well I'm trying to throw him Chris Ball. Chris Ball gets you in trouble. Like the type of trouble Tutty thinks he's in, that's nothing compared to Chris Ball trouble.
1: And yeah, is in so much trouble he just left. Uh, so. <laughs> fuck lock
4: and key. Yeah. No, I'm here. Oh, I'm there here. He there he is. He's there. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Those I'm here. damn
2: packers ruined everything for I, me today. Honestly, this 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 uh, dropped in the DM and I was like, oh okay. And then I watched the uh, preview. Just before we started, John Leguizamo is in this too, um, Beverly D'Angelo. But this looks awesome. Um, isn't this from the people who did Bullet Train? Yep. <laughs> who did Bullet, Tra- Bullet Train, John Wick,
3: Nobody, and Atomic, Bl- and Atomic uh, Blonde, and a couple of other ones. But those are like the ones that aren't part of um, major studios. But yeah, that's, those are all fantastic movies, by the way, that I just mentioned.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought the trailer looks a lot of fun. I mean, there's a lot going on. I think, you know, like Ray, you're talking about it makes sense. Santa could fight. What was the movie? Was it uh, what was it? The first Chronicles of Narnia, where they're in 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 Narnia, and there's a version of Santa in there who's not quite the Santa you think he is, and he's kind of a more of a heroic, semi badass kind of a character, that sort of thing. So yeah, the fact that Santa knows how to fight and he can call upon all of his magical, mystical powers, and he's not just this jolly old guy eating cookies drinking milk and you know cleaning up reindeer shit but uh you know he's somebody different than that so i thought i thought yeah this looks like a really fun movie uh it's coming out when when is it coming out i think i put the date on there december
3: december 2nd
1: december 2nd yeah december 2nd it comes out only in theaters so this one won't be a, a netflix streaming special this is one that um you know when you look at everything going on for the christmas season okay this might be worth getting out to the theater to check out. I th- it looks like you said, Ray, very fun. What's up?
3: I'm just I'm just waiting for the holiday verse because you know if if we got you know everything's the universe now, so we got we got Killer Chris Kringle. Where's the evil Easter Bunny? Where's uh, the the big turkey, or and the grape and the and the great pumpkin, and all these other you know what I'm saying? Like Uncle Sam. Like the Uncle Sam, like where? I'm Uncle, ready Sam for Raimi, Uncle
1: Sam Raimi, Uncle
3: Sam us. Raimi will be directing I'm ready for the hero verse, the Groundhog from Groundhog's Day. Yes. I'm ready.
1: Yes. Yeah. We'll get Let's a go. big old walking tree from Arbor Day. Oh, wait, that's
3: Lord of the Rings. Never mind. If Universal was going to do that with all the monsters, why can't we do it with the
2: holidays? That's Groot.
1: That is Groot. That's right. Very, very astute observation there, Mr. Tunney. So you're not completely in trouble. You're not completely in trouble. You still, you know, you're still with us. I I appreciate, I appreciate you being here, Tony.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bigger guns about
1: the uh, second trailer on the trailer park today is an interesting one. I read some comments that the animators for this thing need to get a raise. And that's true because this looks phenomenal. It is the super Mario brothers movie coming out in April of 2023. Um, trailer kind of begins with uh, you know with with bowser invading the uh the kingdom and uh you know <laughs> do you yield no i do not and off we go <laughs> and then uh mario showing up with uh in the mushroom kingdom being warned not to eat bad mushrooms kind of wonder what would happen if he'd eaten that one so but that's that's a little bit too adult for this conversation but
3: as, well if you, if you think about it the entire super mario world is because he actually did eat some bad mushrooms that's if right you think about it. that's
1: right tripping balls super mario world take your pick you know it's (laughs) kind of six in one a half dozen in the other that sort of thing but i think we've all played enough super mario games that we all love the franchise um you know they've they've made attempts at dabbling with bringing this series to life in either animation or other mediums (laughs) not video game related before to mixed results let's we'll be kind and say mixed results this looks like it's got the potential. You got Chris, Chris Pratt playing Mario. You got Jack Black playing Bowser. You got a, a, a lot of other really good air, actors and voice cast. Tony, I'm going to turn this over to you. I know that you've played Super Mario. I know you've watched DP probably play a shit ton of Super Mario as well. Your thoughts on this movie. The animation looks fantastic. It, it really looks promising so far. What are you thinking?
2: Yeah, we've definitely... Boy, I would say as recent as five or six years ago, just pull out the Super Nintendo or you know get the simulator going and play Super Mario World. Um, top three Mario games of all time: uh, Super Mario Three, Mario Kart, and Super Mario World. That's my top three Marios. Oh, uh, uh,
3: well, Mario Sixty Four.
2: I uh, it, Super Mario 3, Mario Kart, Super Mario World. That's okay. mine. I hear you. It's mine. You can have yours. You. You. <laughs> this looks really good. This looks really good. It's a big cast. I think it's going to make a ton of money. It's reintroducing another um, generation of, of younger kids to Super Mario Light, right? Like, there's got to be a ton of kids between like four and ten that may have never played Super Mario, never even really thought about it, and they see this and it looks pretty cool. So, I'm interested in it. I'm interested to see what the story is going to be like. I think the hardcore fans are going to be upset that the voices aren't sounding like the, you know, the horrible hokey Italian uh high-pitched accents, but I think with the big names you have in there, they'll give a brand new personality to each of their own.
3: So you mentioned uh the whole the the voice actors. That was a bit of controversy because people didn't seem to like Chris Pratt being given the role of Mario. And if you listen to If you watch the trailer, which I think was fantastic, Um, I'm not sold. I'm not a hater of Chris Pratt. I enjoy everything he does. And I think he's actually a really good voice actor. Go watch Onward and that'd be a perfect example of how good he can be. I just don't want him to be. There was a little hint of Italian accent in it. And I don't want to do do that. I'd rather him just be him. Right. Um, But visually stunning. It looks just like the video game. And I like that you mentioned, Tony, that introducing a whole new generation. Well, this generation of kids knows Mario as the dude on Smash Brothers. Now they'll know Mario the way we know Mario as the greatest and most and highest selling um, hero or comic kind of a, a video game character in history. And it's, so I'm hoping that we get the whole thing, um, the story, and it has just the right amount of humor that. You know, I think it'll be a perfect mix of what you see in the video games with some fun moments.
1: Ray, your top three uh, Mario-based games of all time. Put you on the spot here.
3: Mario 64 is the greatest Mario game ever created, I think. And Mario Kart is second. And then I'd probably go Super Mario 3, i I'll go with that. I'm, I'm partial to Mario 2 because that's the first game I ever had. But Super Mario Three, I, I'll give you that.
2: That's where you got the leaf and you could fly.
3: One hundred percent. And I used to, and I used to fly the hell out that thing. I'm yes.
1: Look, I'm looking back um, at our. Um, go ahead, Ray. Sorry, get No,
3: no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, it. I, was I, was looking, just I was looking back at our top
1: fifty video games when we did that project in the early days of Bandwagon Nerds, Tony. And like, I'm looking at my list. It's like, so I had I, I looking at Mario thing. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers Three was my number one. Super Smash Brothers Melee was number two. Super Mario World number three. Go ahead, Ray. Didn't mean to cut. Am you I off the there.
3: only one who just thinks? No, you're good. Am I the only one who just thinks the world of Super Mario
2: sixty four? No, like consensus, Ray, is that Super Mario World is the best Super Mario Brothers game.
3: I'll give you that. Could and could it be? Could it be? And I'm central? not
2: saying. And I'm not saying you're wrong. It's art, right? It's subjective. Yeah, of course. It's very much that. So, and I'm not saying what you're saying isn't a good game, but if you put in the Google machine, what's the best? Mario game, like all the bliss and all the it's the it's gonna be Super Mario World, I would say. I think
1: Super Mario I agree 64. With that. I, I, I'll say this. I think it's a great game, Ray. Definitely top fifty of all time. Mm-hmm. I think groundbreaking at the time because it was the first Mario to go 3D, but it's one of those ones that when you look at where technology is kind of led, it, it it takes a step back a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. It's still a great story and it's a great game. Um but yeah, I mean there's there's aspects of Super Mario World and Super Mario Three that are That are kind of timeless and not so much based on technology. And I don't know. That's I don't know. Tony, what what do you feel about Super Mario sixty four?
2: I mean, it's a good game. They're they're all good games, right? It's just what you want. I mean, like growing up and playing just Super Mario Brothers for Nintendo with Duck Hunt on it and everything and then finally getting the um which told you where the warps could go to and how you could get to the end faster learning how to get 100 guys like the original game the the, the biggest thing about the super mario brothers franchise and its games is the replayability right of every single game you can go back and play it over and over and over again like right now if you walked into a room and there was a fucking nintendo controller and the tv was on and it was on the start screen for super mario brothers I guarantee you, you'd sit there and play the first level and you'd beat it and you'd jump from to the top of the flag and you get over it in 5,000 and you keep going. Right. But it's just a fun replayable thing that if you know the backstory to the character, it, it makes it even more enveloping. And that's what this movie's going to do. Like I said before, just a whole new generation. It's you don't even play it. Can I
3: also touch on the fact that I loved at the end, how they brought Luigi in with the horror, because that's been Luigi's, the character, that's what's gotten him famous um, in the latter years is um, the horror games uh, with Luigi. When I say horror, you know, not real horror, but you know what I mean. So I thought that was a cool little S- Easter egg mix.
2: So I'm on um, NintendoLife.com. Do you want to know the top five, their top five Mario games of all time? Sure. Number f- number five, Super Mario Galaxy 2 for the Wii. Number four, Super Mario Maker two for Switch. Uh,
3: just yeah, okay. S-
2: number three, Super Mario Galaxy, the original for Wii. Okay. Number two, Super Mario World, Super Nintendo, and Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch is number one. Ray, I gotta look to see where you be at. Super Mario Brothers three is at six, and sixty four is at seven. The, the
3: the the Mario Switch games are dope. I have a Switch, and I have some of the Mario games, so they're dope, but. <laughs> Man, that's a lot. That's got to be some recency bias, man. And I hate the Mario Maker games, only because it's not a game to me. You have a story or it's
1: like, just making levels.
3: You make you make your own levels. It's like it's like Minecraft to me. Or Minecraft planet, isn't a Little game. big planet stuff like that. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not a
1: game. You know, the game that uh, Tony on that list does Super Mario RPG make that list? Because that to me is one of the most underrated games of all time.
3: I already closed it out. <laughs> oh and that's what i've never never played dave i've never played rpg i need to go look that up
1: yeah that's a good one paper mario is really good as
3: well um paper mario's good yeah
1: there's a yeah there's a ton of them i mean and then you know you could and that's just kind of like staying with the mario proper timeline yeah you can get way off in the weeds with uh super smash brothers super mario kart mario tennis good god there's so many mario based titles let's um let's move along to our um wait before I go, I'll put this out to you guys. One character from the Mario universe you really want to see make an appearance in this movie.
3: Ray? I think Yoshi's a good one, but because we have Bowser, I'd like to see Bowser Jr. Because Bowser Jr. is one of the coolest and most interesting characters that exists because he hates his daddy.
1: I'd be shocked if so, yeah, one of those I'd be shocked if Yoshi's not in here. Tony, what what do you think?
2: I don't know that necessarily I am yearning for make sure that they get this specific super Mario brothers character into this. But I want to see more of all the levels told in the stories. Like I want to see Koopa's castle, right? I want to see like, you know, we already know we're going to be, you know, with Toad and running around with the mushrooms or anything. So I want to see all of that kind of different things. And I also want to see what, what if, if this is where are Mario and Luigi from, in this, when it's over, do they go back to their home or do we ever get a know where? Like, are they from New York? Is that where they are? Do we get like, do they I'm miss their New families? York. Do they miss, <laughs> do they, well, do, you know, they, I mean, they're, yeah, it's pizza, it's Italian, it's plumbers. What do you want me to do? That's fucking New York to me. I'm sorry. I mean, and is the, no, and there's nothing the wrong with loving love pizza, Oreo? being Italian, or being a plumber. So, uh, you know, I'm not digging on any of that, but that's just the backstory of this. So, that's kind of what I want to see. I want more of the story as opposed to, like, I think we're going to see a lot of the different characters. And you go, ooh, that's the fire mushroom thing, or that's the fi- or fire flower, or that's, you know, that's the ice bad guy, or, or whatever. So, and Ray's going to be you, Wario. You
1: stole my idea. I want to see Wario. That That's what I want to see. Whether it's a post Wario, yeah.
2: What if? What if, what if that's the end of this movie and that leads to the next one? Is it's a hit cliffhanger with Wario? Like at the end, post credits
3: scene, yeah, that'd be cool. Everything scene. you, you, know
2: what... you see is fine, and you and you just you just hear you just hear Wario, and then the, the W comes in. You know in what and else like would be cool? Or
1: is if they did something. coming. Like if they did something at the end in like, uh, you know, September
2: 2049
1: post-credit scene, post-credit <laughs> scene, it's Mario and Sonic and they meet each other. That would be freaking hilarious, man. Uh, they're a not mash it,
2: up for that would be awesome. Oh my
1: God. If those two companies could put their shit aside and actually make
2: talk so about a talk about a nerd. talk about a nerdomania mania match. Ooh.
3: Well, okay. So if we want to be legitimate, if Nintendo really wants to get into movies, link, Metroid, all these characters, they How got about
1: the Nintendo verse jesus ray forget the holiday verse go away talk about the nintendo verse man you get samus you get carby yeah there's a lot that they could pull from with some of the most iconic characters ever but
3: and and their avengers movie super smash brothers that's right there you
1: go (laughs) bowser thanos hey what's the difference so other other than the infinity gauntlet but anyway let's get to uh speaking of marvel Let's get to the last of the trailers. It came out earlier this week. Wakanda Forever has released, I guess, not a teaser, the official trailer. Uh, We are, guys, what, a month? Barely a month away from Wakanda Forever releasing in the theaters. Um, I'll turn it over to Ray. I want to get your reaction first on the Wakanda Forever trailer. Answered a lot of questions. Uh, Answered a lot of questions. Didn't give away too much, but answered some key questions. I think there's no... That combined with the poster, I don't think there's much dispute now who the new Black Panther is. Um, hey. Ray hasn't got a sly look on his face. Hey. What do you think, Ray? What do you think of the trailer? Where do you think we're going? We got a lot of information in this one.
3: The trailer was necessary because the first trailer set up certain parts. You got an idea of, of what Nemor would look like. You got an idea of kind of post to Child's death, but you didn't really get an idea of what was going on yet. Get a better idea of what's going on in this movie. Um, And of course, by proxy, Shuri Letitia Wright is the main character in this movie. Understandably so, she should be. I am not sold that Shuri is the Black Panther, because I'm not sold that there is a Black Panther. I believe that there will be multiple Black Panthers. I read an article uh, yesterday that believes that Michaela Cohen's character, Anika, is going to actually be the Black Panther because of the ambiguity with her character. There has been nothing mentioned other than she's in it. Um she's the only one of the major characters to be on a major magazine. Like so that made me think. And that's no diss to Shuri. Cause historically Shuri was a Black Panther. She's the queen of Wakanda and she will be the queen, no doubt. Um but I think she's too important in her own role especially with Riri being in Wakanda for whatever reason they bring Riri in. Um, but the sh- the movie looks dope. I can't wait for it. Nothing will nothing will matter more than figuring out how child dies and what happens with that. Nothing else will be more important than that. But the movie's going to be fire. I'm just curious to see, because Ryan Coogler spoke about, even so much so that there's going to be a, eventually a... Uh, Disney Plus series or plus presentation, whatever they make it, that he wants to go more into the lore of Wakanda. Right. Um, and so you get you're going to get a chance to see a lot of that. This this uh, movie, we got a chance to go see what the Jabari tribe is up to, not just see Baku with the main people in the main city, but like where they where they're on the mountains. I, that's what I want to see. I want to see more of Wakanda and kind of get a good idea of where we are and what the future holds and, I, you know, they love trilogies, so clearly we're going to have a third Wakanda movie. What's it going to be about? Yeah, four, five, six is like LeBron when he went to Miami. Not one, not two, not three, not four. Taking
2: my, taking my talents to Wakanda, y'all. Hey, i will glad to do that shit.
1: At least they'll win the first time out, so that that's something for us, LeBron. <laughs> Tony, what, what are your thoughts on the Wakanda Forever trailer? Did you get enough information out of that thing, or are you thirsting for more?
2: you know i'm not a i i'm not a trailer guy really i mean i like you to put as little information in a trailer as possible because i like to get it when i'm there you know i i, I get that we're, this is a different kind of time as far as you know it, it's it's almost become like a wrestling thing where the dirt sheets it's like become as important the things the rumors you hear and what you read into uh about like Marvel and DC and everything with the movies now, it almost feels like the wrestling fans, where we hear rumors and read into this, and you know, oh, The Rock met with uh, Henry Cavill, right? Oh, the Young Bucks and 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 CM Punk got in a fight back. It's, it's like the same thing, kind of ish, you know. Um, but I I would love to see how they're going to continue to keep Wakanda unexposed from the rest of the world. I think that's an important storyline that could come into play as we move forward with like another Avengers thing and how that's going to bring like everything's going to come together with these Avengers movies at the end of these different phases. Right. Or at the beginning too. So that to me is really interesting the part of what we're going to get more of there. And I don't care if we have one new black Panther or, or, or many or a few different black Panthers. Um, I'm okay with either one of those. Um, and it's always just really cool, regardless of whether it's in a movie or anywhere else to see a kind of a painting or a mural tribute for Chadwick Boseman. So that always just kind of, I think now it's been long enough to where it's a positive thing and you, and you look back and think about how he handled everything and, and and what he meant to so many different people.
1: Yeah. I I feel like the trailer to me, what I took away from it is there's like the first part of the movie is going to be dealing with the death of t'challa how that happened they're processing that namor meanwhile the king of atlantis who they who mbaku references by his specific name um i forget what it is but it's it's i I don't know but he references but it sounds like atlantis sees that wakanda is vulnerable because their leader is gone and they're going to attack and and you see the wakandans kind of rallying together to try to fend this off I mean, Ray, Namor's got the feather, the winged feet. He's flying around with the wings on his feet. You get to see, you know, you get to see a little bit of Riri in the Ironheart uh, outfit. You know, you get to see him that some of that Stark tech merge with the Wakanda technology. So that's going to be really cool. Um, You know, we get a lot more about Namor and, and kind of you start seeing inside of his mind a little bit. Namor, of course, is 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 complex because he's a villain, but he's not. He's a villain and he's a hero. And you could see little bits of that in this trailer, but it looks, it looks really awesome. I I think part of it is going to be them processing the loss of Chadwick or T'Challa or both actually. And, um, you know, the fact that Atlantis sees an opportunity and we don't know. I mean, I'm sure we're going to get more into the history of Wakanda and Atlantis. I'm sure there's more there. And I suspect that Atlantis has tried this in the past and failed due to the presence of the Black Panther. And now they see an opening.
3: Um, did you get that from that, Ray, or, or what do you think? I got that. I, I did get that there was a history between the, the countries. I don't the even know if you nations? consider – I don't know what you call it. That, what, yeah. I don't know what you would call Atlantis. If they're even going to call it Atlantis, they may call it something different. I don't know. Um, I did get that too because M'Baku seemed to have like a real beef with Namor, and that's interesting to me. Um, he says if
1: if we kill expect- him, we risk complete and endless war or something like that. Said something line like that,
3: right? Yeah, exactly. And then don't forget, too, a character that we're not giving enough credit for that has been in every trailer. Atuma's right there next to him mm-hmm. in all of these trailers. And Atuma is a the general. He's just he's a, not as big and bad as Namor is. But like Atuma's pretty serious in the comics and he is 1000% a villain. So I, I'm curious to see the backstory of that and how they explain that Atlantis has been there the whole time and nobody said anything new. And I'm also curious to see you some point in this movie. You just, I just I feel like there is just this feeling that Namor is going to realize he was wrong or Namor is going to show some, some mercy or is going to show some kind of way that he's not a bad guy. He's an anti-hero. He's just protecting his nation maybe they thought that the Wakandans were attacking them and it's why he did something is going to almost admonish him of the, the, the villainy that we perceive is going to happen. And you almost have to do that now because with no T'Challa, there's really no beef between the countries. Cause the beef was never between Wakanda and, and Atlantis. It was between Namor and T'Challa. So with no T'Challa, that's, that's why I like that they made M'Baku the proxy Like, I hate this dude. And uh, we'll see where it goes.
1: Do you think that they would actually go so far as to make Namor the one responsible
3: for T'Challa's death? (laughs) They should. But it would be disappointing because that is one of... So there's stuff that diehards want to see that hasn't happened yet. And there's stuff that casuals are interested in possibly seeing. One of the things that diehards have always wanted to see from the beginning of the MCU when we knew this was going to be a thing was Namor versus T'Challa. That's one of the biggest things in the comics. They hate each other. They'll work with each other today. They'll hate each other tomorrow. Peter Griffin and the big chicken can't stand each other. So it would make sense for the respect to the history of that twosome and that feud if that happened. But I would not be shocked if it did happen, if it was accident.
1: Yeah. That makes Sorry, me, Tony, go ahead. That would create the beef, but I mean, even bigger beef between them. But uh, yeah, and Tony, did, yep. you know, like Tony saying, you know, about the, we uh kind of kind of getting out there more to the world. I get the impression the world knows about. They've existed and they've hidden their technology for a long time. But the fact is they're talking about Namor threatening the surface world, which kind of brings Wakanda into action, right? Tony, yeah,
2: I go. mean, it. it is this well? That's the thing. Is is this uh, is this battle that we're about to embark on likely? Is this what's going to open up that door where outside's going to figure things out? Right? Um, what if what if Ray's right and the and the and the real story is uh, the struggle of of overtaking Namor and 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 his rule? Right? That could be that could be the story right there. I mean, what better way to build a, a new and and 100% accepted Black Panther but then to have them come up from being held down, right? I mean that just that's just classic booking right there.
3: And someone is explaining to me when Wakanda got a shoreline cuz it's a landlocked country. I'm just curious.
1: <laughs> I well, yeah. I mean it could be artificial. Who knows? Maybe they moved. They moved to the coast, Ray. They
4: picked it up and They, they, moved and, it they the up and moved.
2: It's it's just a viaduct, Ray. it's just a viaduct
3: well, then hey, to get the whole damn army to a viaduct, the boy's moving, man. Give him credit
2: they call it they call it the Moses
1: the Moses, <laughs> the Moses effect. I'm sure they will explain it to us how you know a landlocked country turned into you know Southern California, but that's we'll we'll get to that eventually, but uh, yeah, November eleventh can't get here soon enough. Yeah,
2: blame the atlanteans.
1: I'll blame the Atlanteans, yeah. <laughs> that's what that that's that's a convenient thing so good stuff man i'm looking forward to november 11th got to think about getting tickets for that and black adam um because you know we, we got to check out and see what what the oh, rock black is gonna adam, do
4: Two weeks,
2: yes
1: two weeks yeah I, I mean tony made reference i did not include it in the rundown because there's not enough meat on that bone to really give it a lot of credibility but yeah dwayne johnson ironed things out between henry cavill and the wb um I know that made you happy.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: it, it, I mean, I, I'm, I
1: first thing I thought is like, yeah, but who, go ahead, who else
2: me. do you want to see him? If, if Black Adam and, and Superman are meant to be doing something here in the future, who else do you want to see The Rock go up against? It's, it's Henry Cavill. I mean, oh, the guy looks like a freaking God dude, on there. When everybody accepts him as Superman. Yeah. And then, and, and then Rock is, you know, these are, in Rock the, makes him look like a tiny trailer, guy. In the trailer, in
1: the Black Adam trailer where he says, there's nobody on the planet who can stop me, part of me thinks like, Superman's gonna step up and say, I'm your I'll be your Huckleberry. You know, now that would be kind of a cool <laughs> moment, but um I'll
2: be a
3: Huckleberry. Not yet. They they still gotta run that no, Black no. Adam Shazam thing. They gotta run that first.
2: That's fine. It's in the works, but I mean at least Henry Cavill's on good terms here now, you know. I mean oh, this means this is this is what happens when you have the rock. Like <laughs> he fixes everything. Don't... You, well, you don't necessarily run the show anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's kind of in charge now, right? That's, that's kind of just the way it goes. But it's not a bad thing. It's a really fucking good thing. Because he's not going to come in. The, he's going to have everybody's best interests, period. You guys, just the way he works.
1: you guys see how Dwayne shot down the notion of him running for president? So that was disappointing.
3: Oh, yeah. He was never going to run. That was all talk.
2: He don't, he don't need that shit. Really? I got, so, I got more money than
1: God. Why would I want to ruin it
3: by running for president? Can I say one more thing about Black Adam real fast? Of all of the castings that we've seen from the MCU on, even before Hugh Jackman and Toby, is there a more perfect casting than Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate? Is that not perfect?
1: Other than Downey as Tony Stark, that's the only other one I could put in They're,
3: they're, they're neck and neck, bro. They're like one A, one B, like, he looks like it. He talks like it is it, the perfect ca- casting to me.
2: And it's been enough time since Bond and another Bond. You know, if this was yeah. 10 years ago, 12 years ago, right, when Daniel Craig was starting to get moving there, you would have been like, oh, that. Yeah, it, it looks good, but I still see Bond here. I don't see Bond yeah. anymore.
3: Good point. Good point. The gray hair. and Yeah, great point.
1: Well, that's a, a good enough place to get to our first commercial break, and then we are going to do a little bit of news around the Nerdosphere before we get into Nerdomania. Where's Vince when I, I need him? I can't wait.
2: I can't wait for Nerdomania. I, I, I'm I, ready. I
1: need Vince to come in here. Vince, you're not doing anything. Just get your ass on, on this thing right now. So before we go, though, we are about to take our first commercial break. I want to let you guys remind you, you are listening to Bandwagon Nerds, which is a part of the Chairshot Radio Network right here on the chairshot.com
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following
2: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code chairshot to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net.
1: All right folks, we are back from our first commercial break. Uh Ray where, where's uh, Marquise and Cristobal right now? Have they, have they found what they're looking for, or are we still searching?
3: Marquise is never going to find what he's looking for again, if you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> Actually, I heard what happened. In the middle of the night, they went walking in their sleep through the valley of sunshine to a river so deep. They were searching for something only the mind could see. But in the middle of the night, they, they do go walking, walking in their sleep. They go walking. They go walking. Wow. PC Tony, everybody.
1: PC Tunny. Send send your hate tweets to at its me DPP. So uh you make sure that they get all those figured out. Uh, let's talk a little news around the Nerdosphere, guys. I titled this one initially Fandom Acquires Everything. <laughs> if it's related to gaming, Fandom just uh did a pretty big flex, didn't they, guys? Uh so fandom, an entertainment platform, they acquired. I'm looking at it right now. This is um This is pretty stunning when you actually look at what they got. GameSpot. Yeah. Metacritic. (laughs) Fuck. TV Guide. Fanatical. Not so familiar with them. Screen Junkies. Game Facts, which I'm very familiar with. Giant Bomb. Cord Cutters News and Comic Vine. That, Ray, would you call that a flex? I'd call that a flex.
3: A big flex. That's a Scott Steiner double arm flex, bro. Like, (laughs) Like, this is mines now. This is mines now. Yeah. And and by the way, I know us nerds are looking at GameSpot and Game Facts and Comic Vine. T V Guide, T V Guide? T V
4: Guide?
1: Ah. I mean, it's no it's not yeah. like it's not like if it was the seventies, that'd be huge, but I know it's not like that hey, anymore.
2: We referenced Frank Costanza a ton on this show, and TV Guide meant a lot to that man, if you remember.
3: That's true. That yes. is true. You, if you go up to the grocery store right now, you're still gonna see a TV guide. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but yeah, you're like
1: you're saying, right? Game, yeah, games, yeah, Gamespot, one of the most recognized gaming. I mean, you got Gamespot and IGN, one A and one B. Well, maybe not IGN is yeah. a little bit bigger, but Gamespot's right up there. Metacritic is as far as video games. Maybe you know when you're looking at movies and stuff like that. Okay, Metacritic takes a backseat to Rotten Tomatoes. Not with games though. As far as a game aggregator, Met- Metacritic's number one. I don't even think there's anybody remotely close to number two, as far as a game aggregator. That's massive. Game Facts is the greatest, the biggest, largest, greatest collection of walkthroughs and and cheats and just any stuff that really helps old gamers like me who are like, I ain't got time for this shit to figure this fucking puzzle out. I just want to know so I can move on and get to the next part of the story. Game Facts is my go-to on that. Uh, Tony, you know, I don't. Did you get a chance to talk to DP about okay. any of this stuff? I mean, this is right in his wheelhouse and and it's is, it is as big a story as we've gotten on the gaming front in quite a while.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what a big, what a big victory, right? I mean, that's, you guys already said it. Th- there's a couple things here that are just the industry standard. Um, Dave, you talked about game facts and yeah, I, you get stuck. That's where you go. Or, or you just want to go through the story nice and neat and you don't want to spend the fucking you know 100 hours of gameplay to do it that's that's what you do um it you know cheat codes too for different games are all over that stuff right so it, it's just a, an excellent media acquisition a, an excellent content acquisition that people actually spend time and consume the the, the, the media that they've acquired so it just I, if there was a bell, I'd ring it seven times for this this acquisition. It's just it puts them at a different level than everybody else in the the genre, in the industry, in the niche that they're in.
1: And I'd heard of Fandom before this, but it wasn't some place that I sought out or went to. But that that's kind of all changed now. I mean, if this is all under their umbrella, I don't know if they're going to keep the. I imagine they'll probably keep the website separate for the foreseeable future. But still, that every time you click on that Fandom gets a little piece of that pie. That's that's massive. Ray, looks like you had something to
3: say about that. Yeah, I, I want to say a couple of things. First and foremost, I want to say, I think this move is fantastic for one major reason. More ability and more opportunity for people to get paid in writing. Because a lot of these sites are, are, are wiki sites, which is basically you just write for fun. And under this umbrella now, you're going to get paid. Um, I also want to mention... That I work, and you won't hear me mention this a lot, but I work for Static Media now. I I write for Wrestling Inc. and uh, they own, they are the company. They're a company that owns Wrestling Inc., Looper, um, House Digest, the like a whole bunch of sites that talk about certain things that's on the other. And when you have a company that that buys out all these little places and and has them under their umbrella, it just in in this case, it allows them to get paid. Cause a lot of these dudes and a lot of these people weren't getting paid or were getting paid maybe ten dollars every five thousand words or something like that. Now you can now there's a real opportunity for these people to get paid for stuff that like you mentioned, Dave, every time I played a game I couldn't figure out something. I went straight to game facts. And now those people are gonna get paid for that. You know the, the hope is, and I think that's just better for the for the market in general.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a great great move, and and you know usually you would think like a company like GameSpot or um, or um, or even like Metacritic would would acquire or, vine. would yeah vine You think they would buy? Maybe they would acquire Fandom, not so much the other way around. So it's a it's a big win for Fandom, and it may, immediately makes them a major player in this video game industry that shows no signs of slowing down at all. Uh, next story that we wanted to cover here on the uh, lovely news around the nerdosphere. This, we got, we, we talked about this a little bit and it's worth some discussion, especially because I know off air, we were talking about a a show that just appeared on, um, on Disney plus this week that I know Ray wants to talk about. Patrick reviewed it very highly, but there's a story going around several outlets about Disney plus scrapping kind of these MCU series like we're used to. And we're going to talk. She Hulk, in a minute you know shows like miss marvel uh loki we know we're going to get a season two of loki um but there's thing about scrapping that for kind of a different format more of these special presentations i, I want to turn this over to tunny first because i know when the story kind of came out tunny was like asking her you know does that mean we're not going to get any any more shows what exactly are they talking about here and so i wanted to turn it over to you tunny your thoughts i mean there's the notion of not doing like a series anymore and more of these special presentations that you know stuff that's an hour hour and a half uh as a means of maybe introducing characters possibly plot points things like that what are your thoughts about that are you in favor of that or or do you kind of like the way we've been for the last year year and a half really with these series coming out every couple months
2: i think they're trying to test the waters and see if they're going to get bigger numbers special by special or bigger numbers week by week with a series you know what i'm saying so this is all this is this could all change right like there's some things i couldn't imagine them doing as good if it wasn't a series you know and they they put up big numbers with these series so maybe it's a different way they want to present things moving forward considering where these different i mean i imagine are they just talking about Marvel? Just Marvel.
4: Uh,
3: yeah, I
1: think it's just Marvel. I don't know about if they're thinking about this with Star Wars or what they're doing. But I mean, they got a bunch of Star Wars saying. shows in the can, so to speak.
2: Right. So it, it's interesting. I, I just don't. I wouldn't put like a hundred percent into what they're saying is is the end all be all of what's going to happen because the money's going to talk in the end and wherever the, wherever the viewership lands is, is the way they're going to go. Um, it, it just may be a different route of storytelling here in the, in the, in the near future.
1: Ray, first off your thoughts on this. And I know you saw, what was the special that came out? This werewolf by night. Is that the? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a, a good example, I guess, of one of these special presentations that, that uh, Disney plus is talking about. So first off your thoughts, you know, how do you feel about the possibility of them kind of pulling away from the streaming series doing something more like werewolf by night uh special presentations things like that do you think that's that's a good idea or do you kind of prefer the present model
3: well i think it's a genius idea but they're not pulling away from the series they're just adding another way to tell stories if you were to tell me that every series coming forward was going to be now a special presentation i'd have a problem with it but that's not the case how many times have and this is this is just limited to the Disney Plus series, but how many times have we, we had a series and we that was ten episodes, that was eight episodes, and we said, well, really didn't need that many episodes to tell the story. That's what I think they're seeing and they're realizing and they're kind of pivoting, um, because every character doesn't need six hours worth of content or four hours worth of content or ten episodes, which however many minutes of worth of content. To get him over, and I say M, like EM, not them, not yeah, them over, not him or her, just them in general. Um, and werewolf by night is a perfect example. And werewolf by, by night, and this isn't this, I'm not giving anything away clearly, but you have the werewolf Jack Russell, you have Elsa Bloodstone, and you have Man Thing. All three of these characters are, I'm not gonna say super important, but are characters that could play a role going forward. But did you need? Six episodes of the Elsa Bloodstone show? No. Did you need a season worth of Man-Thing? No. And so in this perfect 55-minute special, they explained who they were, what they they were about, and why they mattered. And if you look at the series that are going forward that are supposed to be in this new format, I disagree with Armor Wars because the Armor Wars story is a story that needs time, in my opinion. They're turning that into a movie,
1: right? Not not one of these special. Yeah. Presi- OK.
3: Well, the special presentations are technically movies. They're fifty five to minutes to an hour and a half. Um, but I would, I think Armored Wars deserves this. If you tell the story correctly, that's a story that can be told over six to ten episodes. But that's just me. But the three that are being mentioned are the Wakanda spinoff, the Ten Ring spinoff and Silver Surfer. Do I need ten episodes of the Silver Surfer? 26 episodes of The Silver Surfer. I need 20 of The Silver Surfer, but that's just me, Ray. The Silver Surfer is, and I, I mean no disrespect to you or any Fantastic Four fan or Silver Surfer fan or or any of that. The Silver Surfer is one of the most uninteresting, important characters in in, in history of comic books. There is not one thing about that character that matters other than he's a herald of Galactus. Nothing that. But he's important because of his power and because of who he is in reference to one of the biggest bads that exists and who he becomes when he leaves. But he's not—he's not interesting. He there's nothing about his story because that his people care about for
1: Thanos coming back before,
3: right before an Infinity Gauntlet. But anyway, go ahead, Ray. I mean, i not again. I'm I'm agreeing with you in his importance, but I'm talking about. All right, I don't need 20 episodes. How about 10? ten? Ten. Norrin Rad, the character. Is there enough about that character to expound upon? I'm not going to go with the 10, 20, six episodes. No, it's not. And so if you give me 55 minutes or an hour and a half to explain who he is, why he's important, and then we can start putting them in other things. Yeah, like Zai Ling is a great character from uh, Ten from a uh, Shang Chi. The Ten Rings is I like what they how they changed it. I don't need to see six episodes of that. So I just think it's a different way of expanding an already massively expanded story space. And then you're still going to get 10 episodes of Loki. You're still going to get 18 episodes of Daredevil. You're still going to get six more episodes of Miss Marvel. And you got this, too. I think it's genius. I'll, I'll say this. I know we've talked
1: about it before, that there
3: is... There is a level of
1: streaming fatigue that seems to permeate now that people have gotten tired of some of the streaming st- shows. Trying to keep up with them, you know, Tony can't keep up with Lock and Key whenever the Packers play. That's a different story entirely. But you know, it, it's uh, it's our uh, Marquise and Carbajal or Cristobal or whatever the hell his name is running around the street. Carbajal ain't showed up yet. Carbajal ain't that's showed next up. Episode. Okay, that's next episode. Perfect. But I, I think I do agree with you, Ray, that I think for some characters that you want to get in to the MCU. But you don't want to devote a ton of time and resources. This is a brilliant idea. I mean, a character who's been associated with Elsa Bloodstone in the past, Ghost Rider. There's somebody who you could say, OK, maybe we can do that in an hour and a half little spinoff. We can get him in there, get him introduced. We don't need to spend a ton of time, but we tell the salient points of what we want to tell about a character like Ghost Rider. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of. Of other characters, you know, I, it's certainly not a fantastic for Silver Surfer is a good, a good nomination. Um, you know, we've already seen Miss Marvel. I'm trying to think of like other, other characters that this would work for, and I, I actually got to think about it. But I, I think you know it, it's a brilliant idea if you're looking for ways to introduce characters. Uh, Nova, you know, I know there's been talk about the Nova Corps. Nova would be a good character to do
3: something like this with.
1: Uh, 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 when, well, which Nova? Well, that's
3: to start you know sam sam alexander needs a show richard Ryder doesn't need a show
1: but like stuff like um you know mr sinister that'd be a that'd be a fun little special presentation to to do something about him um you know Mm -hmm. there's there's some of these other lesser known characters who would be a lot of fun to bring in in stuff like this uh i like certainly not morbius you know we've already seen that done to death but maybe marvel could resurrect could rescue it with a special presentation but but i i tend to agree with you I, I i don't think you know certainly shows like loki we know they're getting a season two there's rumors about a moon Knight season two there are certain more involved characters with much more depth to them that i think are going to lend themselves better to a series you know I, I try to think off the top of my head just let me look at look at some stuff see who i can who I can come up with who would be fun to put into uh you
3: know Okay, I got one for you. What's that? Now I would I would lean towards a series for her, but I think you could get away with doing just the introductory presentation and then putting her and telling her story in further in other people's shows or movies. But uh Jessica Drew, Spider Woman.
1: Yeah, Spider Woman would be good. There's characters. There's like characters like Marvel likes to dabble in that you don't ever hear about. A uh, Nico Minoru, you know, somebody like that who would be like, "Who the hell is this?" Well, watch the special presentation and you'll figure it out. You know, some get some A Force stuff going on and things like. Or even even if you wanted to bring in a group like A Force or
3: some of these Singularity, yeah,
1: X Factor. Give me some Shatterstar. Give me some Longshot. Give me some Polaris. You know, Alpha that,
3: Flight. Yeah. Oh, oh the the guy. The, the guy who um, we thought was going to be the, the the super secret dude in uh, WandaVision, uh, Blue Marvel, Adam Brashear. Mephisto Ray.
1: There you go. You could do a Mephisto special presentation. <laughs> so right go. now. Pat, Patrick O'Dowd just threw his phone at the wall. So it's it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, think I, I, so I I think you guys have hit it on the head. I don't think we've seen the end of streaming. Series, I I think Marvel and Disney are being very selective and being smart, and and I love the fact that they're thinking about this, approaching it differently, saying, okay, what's better positioned as a series versus what is better positioned from a character development and maybe plot point standpoint to do something like this hour, hour and a half special, even if it's a three episode miniseries. Who the hell would give a shit? I would take a three episode miniseries of Ghost Rider and be happy about it. So, I'm all in.
3: Agreed. So uh, yeah. Agreed. By the way, go for your for you, just real quick, would you rather see Keanu Reeves or Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider, as Johnny Blaze? I should say. I know kung fu. Okay, so we know your answer. Um,
1: I probably want Norman Reedus as it just because he's younger. I know Keanu still looks great, and he's 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 one of the most popular actors in the world right now. I, I look at guys as far as like longevity and what you can do with them. Uh, probably. Eh, I I think Norman Reedus lends himself a little bit better to Johnny Blaze
3: than in my dog. He just, my do,
1: one of my dog's name is Johnny Blaze, and he's looking at me like, "What? What the hell
3: are yeah. you talking about?" Um, he but he feels like he feel Norman Reedus as a person feels like the character more. than Keanu does, and if you, I would I would let Keanu be Silver Surfer. That way, he don't really got to act. He could just yeah mocap and do the voice. He'd be
1: perfect for that. Good call, Ray. I like that. Um, let us uh before we go into nerdomania, let's talk about the last little news bite here of the uh nerds around the world just love to get pissed off about stupid shit. And and I, I I'd written earlier this week when the when the episode dropped, um, and I titled this episode Daredevil Fucks, get over it. People are losing their damn mind because Daredevil hooked up with She-Hulk and my Lord, some of the stuff that I read online, I, I posted, I linked you guys to this article and I'm like, are, are, are people like really serious about this? He's relatable and he would never do that. I can't relate to him anymore. Are you human being? If you're a human being, you've probably had sex at some point in time, unless you're a 40 year old virgin or something like that. Tony, go ahead. You're dying to jump in here. Go ahead. <laughs> I think you already hit
4: the nail
2: on the head. All you got to do is fa la 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 connect the dots. Yeah, I mean, if you're you're human, like seriously, you're upset about this. This is one of the funniest things that's ever happened in the entire MCU fucking universe. Is Daredevil taking the walk of fucking shame in his fucking superhero (laughs) suit with his boots (laughs) in his fucking head? This is one of the funniest things ever. Ever. This whole series is phenomenal. And once again, it's two things. It's a great story being told by a well-casted group of actors.
1: I love the episode. Oh, O'Dowd, I know he said it was the best episode of She-Hulk so far. I would tend to agree. The only thing about it that, it, for me, from the Daredevil standpoint, and I asked my wife because she's she's watched all of the Daredevil stuff on, on Netflix, and I've only watched part of it. And I'm like, babe, we're watching this. I'm like, okay, there's been some complaints that this isn't the daredevil from the netflix series what do you think and she said well he he said she's like well this could be a different time frame he does seem to be less troubled he seems lighter he seems happier um and and of course we've all talked about it that the daredevil from the netflix series may not necessarily be the one who comes across in the mcu but uh you guys i don't know did you guys watch the daredevil series on netflix i'm pretty sure ray i know you did uh, did you have an issue with this kind of character do you consider it a complete character change or is it just a Alteration of, of that character personality
3: Neither it's the same guy okay. watch the end of every series He has hope at the end of every series Season one season two season three the only one that didn't have hope at the end Was the defenders when he thought of that was dead But he has hope at the end of every series the end of at the end of season three, him and Karen and Fog- and um, Foggy, they don't don't doesn't doesn't it end with them eating dinner, or something so. like that?
1: I can't remember,
3: but yeah. I thought so. He he has hope. So there, I don't mean to bring the religion into it, but by nature he's a Catholic. So by nature he looks for the hope in things, right? That's the the duality of the character is him wanting to find hope and being a lawyer who was supposed to believe in hope and then being vengeance and justice in his own way. But the one, the, the thing that me was people tried to, I think the issue people have with it is more about she Hulk than daredevil because very clearly there's a contingency of people who don't like she Hulk because she's powerful. She's, she's a strong character and all this stuff. Right. And to them I say, if you have a problem with Daredevil fucking She-Hulk, he fucked Karen Page in the in the series. He fucked Claire Temple in the series. We didn't know his story history with a lecture. Daredevil be fucking. Can I can I just
2: give a real life reference for the reason that superheroes fuck? Please. Have you ever heard the stories about the Olympic villages?
3: Hey, what's
4: speaking on the it.
2: closest thing a human physically is to a superhero technically if you think about real life so when good looking in shape people who are smart powerful talented get together to get together you know what happens we kind of skip the rest of the bullshit and are like let's
0: fuck you know you know what's if funny? That's what I'm she glad did. you said that.
1: That's what Jen did. He's like, Maybe next time I'm town, I I'm in town I could take you to dinner. And she's like, why don't we skip all that? Or
2: or
3: you what's, what's funny, Tony, what you saying that made me think of this. And uh, in the show of the boys, the most legitimate legitimately real thing that could w- would have actually happened if that was real was um what was the 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 Orgy? What was it called? Hero Gasm. Oh. You know that's the one thing on that show that would really be happening, if superheroes were real, Absolutely,
2: regular hero chasms. Now, I would say also to that, not all the superheroes would be into that.
3: Well, depending on how many superheroes there are in the world. I'm just saying. That's a good point. But Tony made the best point of the day. That's a fantastic point. Way to go,
1: Tony! Uh, you made up for your lack of lock and key this week with the with that rebound no, right we there. Didn't. I mean, Carbajal and no, Cristobal no, and 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 and, and Chandelier—they're all still looking for
4: Marquise. but it's
2: not 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 all of the cans of beer have great answers in them, but some of them do. Some of them do. <laughs> awesome. So yes,
1: if you're one of these people out there who was upset because Daredevil had sex because he's Catholic, I got news for you. Catholics have sex. I just throwing that out there for you to think about. Without rubbers. Yes. Unprotected I, sex, I, no less.
2: It's it's and it's really low hanging fruit to come back at said group. So we'll just we'll just, push it's, just it's just it's okay. just,
1: it has been an ongoing yeah. thing with She Hulk, the stupidity of some of the fans out there that just like it, it it's almost like you you say they're are they really? They're really upset. There's really people upset about them. okay. I'm not sure I understand. This is,
2: a, this is a mainstream adult sitcom based in Marvel Universe. That's what it is. And if you don't and like it, don't watch it. I mean, I've, that's it. I've Someone had to explain said, that. Watch it or lose your fucking subscription and still pay. That's not what happens.
3: And I, I've had to explain that to friends to friends of mine who were like, well, I don't like the show. Well, why? Because it's not what I expected. Well, what did you expect? Not they never this. lied about not what it was going to be. It's always people. supposed to be a, hey. a sitcom.
2: I, these same people, I guarantee you, they laugh at certain parts of the show, so they can just kind of continue their keyboard warriorship like we've talked about before.
3: I have one follow-up, Dave, if I may. I have a question for both of you again. You're going to ask me about the yellow uh, Dev- devil suit? Yeah, I don't like it either, Ray, but go ahead. No, yeah, that's just garbage. That's just.
2: I know there's camera Catch footage of me at gasm, Ray, but I was, I was never intending on participating, like I said before.
3: But thank you for telling your truth. That wasn't the question, but I appreciate Tunny, you video of Tunny and a cuttlefish.
1: We have video of Tunny and a cuttlefish somewhere online, right? But go ahead, Ray. Well,
3: uh, rest in peace to Tim.
1: Poor Timothy. poor
2: Timothy. She started out
3: um, a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never- oh, no. So we see how the episode eight ended. Um, the world got to see the Hulk version of She-Hulk, the scary part and hulk king is try to dox her and put her out there and we know that episode nine is going to be the end and we're going to get the reveal of who this person is what do you think is going to happen who you think who you think the big bad is
2: Any idea do you care i'm guessing care. I, I just have no idea I,
1: to me i'm guessing well i don't know kingpin would be a good bring him in at the end of this thing you got daredevil Kind of a, a, as leaping off a, into that direction. Maybe Kingpin. What, what do you think, Tony?
2: Sounds good to me.
3: So I have believed from the beginning of the from the beginning from the moment the show was 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 announced, and then furthered when we when we heard about the new Phase Five and Phase Six movies that this is Samuel Stearns, A.K.A. the leader, right? And I. Be- we know Sam Stern's leader is going to be the big bad of Captain America 4. Um, She-Hulk has kind of been like a, a, um, a conduit to the Hulk movie that nobody talks about with Eli Roth being back so and all that. I still think he's involved. But then little motherfucker Todd, she got beef with him, and he keep playing her. And I think he may be Hulk King working for uh for the leader. So I but I'm but I I'm curious because this I think what happens at the end of episode nine is gonna be important for the future of the MCU in some form or fashion. Like these episodes usually are. Yeah and I think they're the it's been a
1: sitcom, it's been humorous. You got to see a more serious side at the end there. I, I don't foresee episode nine being as lighthearted as the previous eight, that's for sure. Yeah.
2: What's the biggest thing we've had come out of these series. Wanda, that's about it. I mean, well, no Kang cuz not a lot Kang. of it, well, Kang from Loki, I suppose. That's one.
3: Um, well, okay. White Vision.
1: Yeah, here's the other thing. We know from Moon Knight that the afterlife exists. We know now from, another one. we know now from a uh, uh, Werewolf by Night about the supernatural element that's out there which lends itself to stuff like Blade, Dracula, things like that. So that's another aspect of the mcu that they've kind of evolved and, and expanded upon um
3: go ahead Ray. i think i think i think the sneaky biggest thing is the formation of the young avengers because the majority of them have been introduced to these series billy and tommy eli uh young, patriot young Avengers. Um,
1: they have set up the young aven- Avengers kate. right now look think yeah. about it think about who we've got we got kate you got america chavez you've got echo you've got miss marvel um, who who are we missing? Eli,
3: Patriot, um, yeah. um, um, Isaiah's grandson, Eli, Billy, and Tommy. If they come back to this universe in form or fashion, like you got a lot that you got a lot to 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 play with. Um, I know Cassie Lang is going to be a part of it too, but she's not in the series. Yeah, I imagine but she'll, Re- she's Re- going to
1: turn into stature
3: pretty soon. That that's yeah. Uh,
1: all right. Well, yeah. I, well, she.
3: Well, we know she's. We know she's stature in. Quantum mania, yep. like yeah, so,
1: so yeah. There's a lot of little things that uh, there's so many things in motion, you know, and it's like everything, like the MCU. Like, well, we'll never know this until the very freaking end of it. So,
3: also bringing in the Netflix verse, because Kingpin Justin was in
1: June's, Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah,
3: Kingpin and Daredevil made their debuts in streaming shows. So, it has been a lot. I think the shows have been fairly important. All right. The new Captain America was yep. announced.
1: Yep. Loki, Kang. <clears throat> I had lots of stuff, but I'm going to cut it there, guys, because we got bigger and better things we got to do. We are going to go to our second commercial break. Before we do, Tony, can you let the people at home know, how can they support all the great stuff we are doing here at TheChairShot.com?
2: Yeah. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Uh, sports entertainment and sports entertainment all over the place, including ChairShot Radio Network. You can find that on TheChairShot.com or on any of your favorite streaming platforms and head on over to prowrestlingtees.com pick yourself up a t-shirt get it in soft style don't be a cheap fucking bastard that's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash chairshot chairshot radio network on all your favorite streaming platforms and the chairshot.com always use your head Eight, seven, six, five.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShop.com.
1: All right, this is the moment, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the first time ever for nerd oh Oh mania Oh,
2: my mania. Oh, boy.
1: People at home are probably like, "What the fuck are these three idiots doing right now? Why? Why should I be excited about Nerdomania?" Tony, go ahead. You're you're chomping at the bit, man.
2: I think all three of us have really been excited since you brought this idea up. Ray, right? you agree? Like, I mean, I, part of the reason I didn't. Honestly, I worked on this during the Packer game and then I just kept working on it and forgot. Like I had planned to That's go. That's why okay, you far, watch lock forgot
1: lock and key. key. All right. Your, I excuse, was like, your excuse. And
2: now Patrick's gonna be even more mad because he can accept the <laughs> game, but not because he doesn't he hates this stupid idea. But I love it. So like I just kept working on it and thinking of different things. So um I guess I'll start the conversation of like what my list means, I guess, kind well, of thing let, is. Let's like... explain
1: first. <laughs> let's explain first to people what this is. So several yeah. weeks several weeks ago, I came up with this idea that I called Nerdomania. And, and generally, here's what it is: What if we, as nerds, were given a blank slate? You have access to all of geek culture, all of nerddom, and how would you fantasy book a WrestleMania style card ish? If you had all that, you can pick six matches and one promo. And that's what we've done here. We've got, we've all got six matches, one promo that we're going to do. I think probably the way we'll do it, guys, is we'll start off, instead of like, you know, with the project stuff, we go and we say something and if something's higher, then we stop. That's obviously the odds of us having the exact same match or the exact same people, uh, a billion to one, probably at this point, I would say. You guys even know a couple of my... I would
2: say... But did you guys book it as, like, a match? You have six matches, and then you put the promo in, in between a certain match. Did you, yep. like, book the card that way? I did. So then I don't think it would matter because this is your – should we just go, this is my match? This is my first thing. Yes. This is my – so you got seven things, right? right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go through here. I don't know. People maybe – hopefully somebody, one of the 27 of you listening to this, will give us some comments as to how you think the card was. Tony, you you said you wanted to kind of talk about how you came up with your card and and what you went into it. Go ahead, give us the creative process behind the insane mind of one pizza pizza funny PC Tunny. Oh,
2: and there you go, podcast Jedi. There are no Jedi. There are there are no Jedi's on my list though. I, I stayed pretty like I stayed pretty Marvel DC centric with a little twist, but I, I tried to have a connecting. Theme throughout my cards, so I guess we'll kind of just see how this ends.
1: Raymond, what went into your insane brain, insane in the membrane? When and wait, is is Carbajal or Cristobal? Or are they in Nerdomania at all? I'm just just wondering. Nerdomania too. Nerdomania 2, got uh, it. No, Coming from three different locations, right? <laughs> Nerdomania 2.
2: Okay, I'm going to say, I got to say, I got to tell you, I booked towards a Nerdomania 2, to be honest with you.
3: I did too. I, I actually have 12 Great. matches.
2: I can't on wait card. to see how our shows end.
3: Right? Yes. I actually have 12 matches on my card, and I'm, I'm struggling to pick six for today. <laughs> You, can't go, um,
2: over. you but, can't go over. You can't go over.
3: No, no, I'm not. I, I think I'm going my six. But the way I came up with my idea was, originally I was just gonna do Marvel versus DC, kind of like you did, Tony. Until Dave threw out the one that one match that made that blew my mind. I like
2: that. got a little twist, yeah, but he does, yeah. I mean,
3: yeah, it blew my mind. So then I thought, I wanna, I wanna merge different universes. I wanna put similar people in in similar universes against each other. Um, and I also try to think what would be if what would be the biggest matchup I can make from a, not just from a cool perspective, like, oh, that would be cool to see but from a money perspective
2: uh, before you go, Dave. And, and before, you know, you give yours and we go into it, I, I have to tell you this idea so I don't forget it. Um, there was going to be more big four coming from the attitude of aggression. I can let everybody know that. Dave, is, Dave has been working hard on that and been talking with me, and I'm trying to help him out as much as possible, but we definitely want to get you more of that. What if we turn this into a big four? This is Nerdomania. In three months, we can have uh, Nerd Slam. Nerd Nerd series? And, uh, and, and have, uh, the Survival Nerd, survival nerd and Royal, then we can have Royal the
1: Royal Nerd, nerd, Royal
2: nerd, nerd Rumble Royal <laughs> leading into the... the, the you win that rumble with all these different people, you get into the main event, but it all starts with Nerdomania number well, one. And we can have three, you can have three different universes.
1: It's I can't wait for Patrick to Ta- hear shit. Yeah, table that thought. I can't wait for Patrick, and Patrick hear to be like, shit. "This is the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever heard," but we love it.
2: We're gonna have to create our own. We're gonna have to create a brand. This is gonna be a subsidiary of Bandwagon Nerds. Patrick's like redheaded stepchild that he doesn't want to talk about. Uh, I, mean, I don't think he, he hated nervous. the idea. Did he hate Nerd the idea, or, or he
1: just didn't want to be a part of it? I don't know if he hated it, but anyway,
3: he didn't uh, want it to be. He didn't want it to be in 150. Right. was that's issue. right. And
1: he's like, "Yeah, you, I'm not going to be here. You guys knock yourself out." So, like my my list was kind of <laughs> exactly. My but list was kind of. I I had these matches, and I really didn't pick winners. I wanted to leave that open to interpretation. Although at the end, I might have you guys pick the winner of the final match to see how you guys think this whole thing goes down and whether something that happens early in the card might impact the end. I I might throw a swerve in there, but you know what? Let's, let's get this show rolling with our first matches. I think Tony, I'm going to let you kick this off. Ray, you give us your first match event, whatever. And then I'll give the. Uh, I will say this. I, when I came up with matches, I didn't want to keep it just like regular wrestling matches because how do you do that with some of these characters? So all of my matches have special little kind of twist mm-hmm. to them, and we'll we'll kind of see how that goes. Tony, what's your first match of your Nerdomania? Nerdomania one. Uh, where's Liberace? Where's the Rockets? Where's Muhammad? Oh,
2: they're all gone.
1: Fuck. We, Go ahead, Tony. Need...
2: <clears throat> We need, we need like a good curtain jerker. We need some, some, some fast pace, some, some oohs and ahs and, and, and a little bit of magic in there too. So we're going to start this off with, for the Nerdomania Tag Team Championships. (laughs) And this is going to be a webs and lightning match. And it's going to be the defending tag team champions, Spider-Man and Flash taking on the villains. Green Goblin and the Reverse Flash coming after those Nerdomania tag team titles. And don't forget, this is a webs and lightning match. So in the end, you guys can picture the fight however you would like. I'm going to give you the card. You can think about it. But I'm going to let you know what happens in each of these matches. So Spider-Man and Flash, hang on, because we got to start to build this tag team superhero, supervillain division. With with a really uh, benchmark tag team here of Spider Man and Flash, hard to beat. They've both taken care of Green Goblin and Reverse Flash before. Obviously, like I said, webs and lightning. Right? Green Goblin is not necessarily versed in webs, while Flash and Reverse Flash no lightning. So the advantage went to Spider Man and Flash here, retaining their Nerdomania tag team championships in an excellent, fast paced. Ooh, uh, holy shit that was amazing curtain jerk of a match for nerdomania one on the pc side of their nerdomania universe
1: and, and the good guys win so you get the crowd whoever is uh, the crowd whoever survives of course in the audience uh, after some of these matches collateral damage it, it could be the name of one of these nerdomania pay-per-views
2: and and for my portion of this universe which i'm thrilled and privileged to be in because the ideas just keep coming to my head. You can imagine your actor of choice playing each of these heroes, except you cannot imagine anybody else as the flash, except for Grant Goose.
3: Lies. (laughs) This is a
2: no Ezra universe. Ezra (laughs) Ezra free universe.
3: Ray, what do you have for your curtain jerker, man? I'm going to start it up. So one of my favorite WrestleMania uh, opening matches ever, not one of the best, one of my favorite, is uh, WrestleMania 24, the uh, hardcore match, let's say. I know Belfast Brawl between Finley and JBL. I'm going to use that as my uh, precursor. And my opening match is a no-holds-barred, anything-goes match between John Wick and Jason Bourne.
1: That's awesome. That's a great call, Ray. Oh yeah. No holds barred. John Wick, Jason Bourne. Man, maybe throw some James Bond in there at some point in time, get him involved. But that's that's an awesome one, Ray. I love that for a curtain
4: jerker, man.
3: Well, I was gonna do I I I thought about putting more people in this. But because I was gonna put um Tom Cruise, homeboy in uh Mission Impossible, whatever oh,
1: his name is. Oh Ethan was. But whatever his name is. Uh,
3: yeah, Ethan, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's something I have I have a multi man match later on, on the card. So I didn't want to to add too many. I have, but many. if you ask me right now, I'd, I'd probably say John Wick wins. I hadn't thought about winners and losers until Tony booked his whole goddamn match. So <laughs> I have many,
1: many multi men interesting things. So here's my curtain jerker. You guys will probably enjoy this. This this would be a fun one. Got to get something that's going to get the crowd going right away. Maybe a little bit disturbed at the outset of this thing. Maybe really like, what the fuck did I just watch? So here you go. My opening match, Lobo versus Wolverine versus Deadpool in a last limb remaining match, Ray. There you go.
3: <laughs> well, we know Deadpool's winning that.
1: <laughs> all of, fun, them, all, of them have, Lobo. all of them have regeneration powers. You can't kill any of them. So what you got to do is, All right, whoever's got the last limb remaining before everything regenerates, you're the winner. So I figure between those three, that that that's gonna go on for a little while. They'll they'll probably kill each other (laughs)
3: in multiple ways. (laughs) My boy, my boy booked a 14 hour match. (laughs) I like it. I like it a lot. Shout out to Lobo.
1: Yeah, You need a little more love out there. Lobo doesn't get nearly enough love. So we'll we'll do the reverse. We'll go in reverse order for the second part. So my second one, Ray, I love you. This is so for you because it's the promo time of my, wrestle, my Nerdomania card. And it is Superman coming out and calling out you and my nephew and everybody else who has come out and said, you know, I've heard for years about how much of a pussy I am. And how milk toast I am. And how much of a Boy Scout I am. Ray Cash, I'm looking at you. Ken Skaggs, yeah, I'm going to call my nephew out. I'm looking at you. And he's like, I'm so tired of hearing this shit that you guys think that you know who I am and what I'm all about. So it's kind of Superman turning heel. But in a different... It's not injustice heel, Ray. This is just Superman saying, fuck all of you guys. I'm tired of being one of these goody goodies yeah suck it ray ray cash you know you're lucky i don't laser you so he calls to the ring three guys now you guys already know two because i already talked about this he calls into the ring one of them is of course omni-man the other one's homelander i added another guy to this mix because i wanted him involved in this black adam he calls all of these three to the ring he says i challenge you three schmucks to a match of my choosing. Now, this of course creates the issue where Omni Man's like talking shit to Superman, saying, The Viltrumites still exists. You Kryptonians are extinct, which gets a lot of people upset about, you know, and say, Oh shit, he just actually went there. Superman does not take too kindly to that. So Omni Man is all in. Homelander looks around, realizes, I'm kind of in over my head. But we know Homelander, his ego is not going to let him back down because that would hurt his vault ratings and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So Homelander's like, I'm in. Black Adam's like, look, I got a lot of experience with you, kal You know, I'm not going to back down from your ass because I got magic at my side. I know what your issues are. Sure. Bring it, kal What kind of match are we going to do? Superman puts the microphone up and he says, it's going to be a... Drops the mic and walks away just like a real heel leaving these three guys going, what the fuck are we gotten ourselves into? We will find out later on in this event, what kind of match the man of steel has chosen in his heelish persona. It's not going to be pretty.
3: Ray is the match happening tonight. Yes, it is.
1: Oh, so he's got them. Hey, he's got them there. They've agreed because their egos won't let them back away because you know, everybody, and, and this is the brilliant part of it. Everybody thinks, ah, how how out there can Superman it's Superman? He's not gonna come up with anything that crazy. It'll just be a straight up slug fest. Well, I got a match type that's gonna be fun. You'll like it, Ray, when we get there.
4: Oh, and he's not oh, even yeah. gonna
1: he's not even gonna drag you into this thing, although he did laser one of your fingers off.
3: But that's okay. Probably your middle finger. Whoa, you were
1: flicking him off and he lasered it off. You know, that you deserved it, Ray.
3: I deserve that, but just want him to know I got my homie Val all right waiting waiting to be brought in to i'm the body the brain hitting of black folk
1: you're you're prepared i'm i'm happy for you ray i'm glad that you've got got this covered what is your second part of your nerdomania card i like i like you, my promo you gave us both thought, of you? huh you gave us you gave us two matches no i gave one match and the promo was my second event out of the seven what was your first match again that was Lobo, Wolverine, and Deadpool in the last. That's Limb right. Mani okay. Match.
3: Yes. Yes. Sorry. Keep up, Ray. My second match is is I look um you you when you brought out Superman I I just saw red.
1: You just you just checked out <laughs> until he so, cut, until he burned your finger
3: off. Okay, go ahead, Ray. <laughs> My second match on the card. Uh, I think we need uh, to show a little love to the ladies, and uh, I have a standard match. In fact, you could we can even we can even call it we can even put it in the fight pit. You 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 choose. But I have our good friend Kamiko from the boys versus Chen Lee from Strength from Street Fighter.
1: Put him in the fight pit. Yeah. Yeah. With Matt Riddle as Matt Riddle is
3: a special referee. Put him in the fight pit. (laughs) No, hey, shout out to my boy DC. Hey, you're not fighting me, you fighting him. Don't touch me. I like that. I that's 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 gonna be
1: a fun match. Kimiko versus, uh, <laughs> I could see how that one's going down. Yeah, you don't need to pick a winner. I got into some ideas, but that might be an interesting <laughs> interesting throwdown.
3: Good call, Ray. I was, I was originally going to do the one people would probably expect, Chun-Li versus Sonya Blade. But I thought Chun-Li and Kimiko probably got beef from back in the day before Kimiko got, got taken. So let's go ahead and let finish that.
1: I like it man. That's a good call, Tunny. Uh you're looking frantically for something. Did you lose your card or something or what happened, man? Oh, your phone. You don't need your phone. Fuck it, man. We, that's that you don't need your phone to do Nerdomania, Tunny. Is it on your phone? No. I can call you if you want. Give me your number. I'll call you. I'll ring you. Nope.
2: My ringers never my ringer's never on. So if you ever go to jail, don't call me. Um okay. My <laughs> second match is a mixed tags match. And it involves a heelish duo against one of maybe America's sweetheart couples. I don't know. You figure it out. But this, indeed, is a clown car match in which the winner will place their opponent inside of a clown car, shut the doors, and it's over. And this match will feature Reed Richards and Sue Storm taking on the Joker. And Harley Quinn who will be victorious in their own match because we're not going to start the initial precedent of you losing your own match. So you were suspecting we got to get some heelish shit going on here. So the Joker and Harley Quinn make it happen in their first appearance together. What a rocky road that could be. But we'll see what Plus, happens in the future.
3: Boy, the as the first ever
2: match. intergender tag is won by Harley and the Joker. I
1: I I love the concept of a clown car match. I'm going to shove your ass in this car and just close the door. You you got yeah, uh, yeah. Especially I Reed Richards who can Reed Richards who can stretch to the ends of the earth. But nope, we're going to suppress your ass and see if you try and do an invisible shield. You're just going to shield yourself. Um. So yeah, that's that's a good call, Tony. I like that one. What do you got for your third match? Or Ray, you My got you got any any, any thoughts on the clown car match or? It's like, are you like, that's a clown question, bro?
3: No, I uh, look, by the way, those, those two, uh, those are two, uh, fantastic. I think, uh, choices for couples to go at each other. And I can't wait until Harley Quinn basically pulls a Linda McMahon on Vince at WrestleMania 17 and kicks him in the balls. It's coming. I feel it.
2: Got lots of, we're not painting ourselves into any corners here, you know, lots of options. All right. This is one of the most anticipated matches on the card, and it is for the Nerdomania TV title. <laughs> this motherfucker got championships for real. <laughs> this is a it. loser pulls off his mask match. I, I was worried when, when you were involves, going with that for
3: a second, but go ahead.
2: I hope you don't have Ronis
3: the- Jonas because he kind of can't. He really.
2: Batman is your current television champion, and he will be defending his title against none other. Than Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Black Panther takes
3: his mask off all the time. They know who he is. And
2: still, the, the 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 thing here is to get back and just not doing his job. He, he started taking money on the side. I mean, basically, this is like this is this is the Batman you hate. So this can be Val Kil- the fat Val Kilmer Batman, this arrogant George Clooney Batman, whatever you want it to be, right? Thomas and Wayne we come in. And we're going to get it revealed that it's Bruce Wayne, and we have a new television champion. It's Black Panther.
1: I, was, I oh. thought you were going to say Black Panther will they'll, they'll unmask Batman, and it'll be like Rey Mysterio under the mask the whole time, or no, it'll be <laughs> Vince McMahon. It was me. It was me all the
2: time. Well, yes, and, and there are rumors. There are rumors for a future television title defense uh, of Black Panther being come after by. Oh. By an evil Moon Knight, he must be possessed.
4: Mm,
3: now that's, that's now that's what yeah, I'm interested in.
1: Moon Knight in. Black Panther, that might be a fun
3: fight throwdown. I mean, hell, if you would have gave me Batman versus Moon Knight, that's they get
2: compared all the time. Hey, biggest biggest party of the summer, Nerd Slam.
3: <laughs> coming man? soon.
1: <laughs> coming soon. Ray, what what's your third uh third match of the night?
3: My third match is a bit of a showcase match. It's a grudge match. It's a call-out match, actually. It's an open challenge match. I have the Predator (laughs) setting up the open challenge and being answered by Dave, you'll love this. The Witcher.
1: (laughs) Yes. There you go. As long as The Witcher goes in there and says, you're one ugly motherfucker, I'm right here for you. That would be a
3: yes. (laughs) Well, think about it. The Witcher is the, the number one monster killer in all universes. Who's the number one monster in all universes?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's um. Wow, that's that's a good call, Ray. I like I like that. Any kind of they're just gonna throw down and 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 yeah, you know, yeah. That I mean, Geralt versus the Predator. That's that's got a lot of potential. That's a good call, Ray. I like I like the open Unfo- challenge.
3: Unfortunately, as much as I know you love Henry Cavill, as much as The Witcher is a man, Predator's undefeated, bro. <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't see Geralt doing so well against that kind of tech, but you never know. Arnold, Arnold beat him, and he didn't have. He wasn't anything like The Witcher. So,
3: my my home girl. Wait, wait, and, wait. Um, Let me ask you: Does The Witcher cool. have? Does
1: Geralt have access to like a mud bog or something like that? Because that's that's going to change the entirety of the match, Ray.
3: The Predator can't see him. Well, not this match, okay. because this match was an open challenge, and he answered the challenge. So maybe the next match they have, they can have a rematch, even though he's dead. They can have a rematch yeah. in, in the, uh, the, the Witcher Bog Brawl or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. In
1: the mud match. Awesome. I love it, Ray. That's a great call. Fantastic stuff. Open challenge. My third match is a one-hour Iron Man match featuring Batman versus Green Arrow versus Captain America versus Iron Man. I put these guys together because of the fact that Batman and Green Arrow have lots of history with each other, mostly friendly. Captain America and Iron Man, lots of history with each other, mostly friendly, with some notable exceptions. Three of these guys are huge millionaires with lots of tech, with lots of intelligence. Cap's the only one with, I guess you can call it, superpowers you've seen captain america and batman fight each other to standoffs before that's why this is an hour long add in the element of green arrow add in some iron man in there turn them loose who you guys got i'm gonna throw
3: this to you you guys who who
1: wins this whole thing i'm guessing batman well, the away
3: po- well poor ali because once we went out in them <laughs> in them arrows he don't set a chance against the other three and i love ali um I'm probably going to say Bruce, only because he's the best strategist of the bunch. So he'll find a strat Once he sees what Iron Man's tech can do, once he understands who uh, my boy uh, Cap is, like Cap is Cap type motherfucker to get choked out, smiling and not tap out like Liv did last night. Like that's the type of shit Cap will do. So, yeah, I got Bruce.
1: Tony, I'm sure you're going Batman as well, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go there. I think I'll be much more involved now.
1: Oh, okay. Tony's found his phone. He feels much better. Life goes on. All right. My fourth match, Ray. This is one of my special ones. This is one that I call, it is a pocket dimension match. So in, Mm. in this match, we've got six of the biggest and baddest villains known to man. Thanos. Dark Side, Lex Luthor, the Joker, Dr. Doom, and Magneto in this pocket dimension match. So they all get taken into like kind of like Secret Wars, the Beyonders battle world sort of thing. But hidden within this pocket dimension are three very powerful items that can change the course of the battle for one or the other. One, of course, is the Infinity Gauntlet, which Thanos has a bit of experience with. The other one is the One Ring from the Lord of the Rings the third yes sauron's ring the third one is also from the marvel universe it is the cosmic cube including control over kobik who has rewritten alt reality on certain occasions these three items are scattered throughout this pocket dimension whoever can get them can use them to their advantage whoever wins basically wins control of this pocket dimension and that universe who you guys got in that one man go ahead ray
3: question question the Infinity Gauntlet is made of metal. The ring is made of metal. It is.
1: Ma- yeah, but how much of a range does Magneto have in this pocket dimension? That's the question. My boy can, my boy can
3: destroy the earth, E-A-R-F, period.
1: So Ray's going Magneto on, on this thing. But I don't know, man. Whoever gets that cube might have a big advantage. Tony, you, you uh, liking Magneto as well in that, in that throwdown?
2: Can you run down the other, can you run down the, the participants one yeah. last time for me? Thanos. Just to make sure I didn't miss anything.
1: Thanos, Dark Side, Lex Luthor, the Joker, Doctor Doom, Magneto.
2: See, I think the first thing that happens is Lex Luthor decides to, as in many of these battles and matchups happen, he's gonna find somebody. Hey, hey you want to work together? Let like <laughs> let's 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 get rid of these guys, right? And that's Thanos. But only Thanos is 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 way ahead of Lex Luthor. So when the time comes, he's the one to dispatch of Lex Luthor, and goes on and takes advantage of that relationship he had to win this match.
1: I I could see that. I could see that. To me, I, I if I I would say Doctor Doom would be the one that would figure out a way to nullify all this bullshit and come up with a way to win this thing. But that's what makes this fun. Who knows,
3: Ray? Going back to you for your fourth match of Nerdomania 1. Well, so I'm I'm not going to do my fourth match yet. I'm going to do my promo. Okay, promo time. Who's getting called out for
1: being a punk? Probably me this time.
3: So I want you to imagine Gene Ockelman standing at the ramp. And I want you to imagine a tricycle pulling down the ramp and a football-shaped head. The DT? With a smirk, Stewie Griffin Uh, has come in the Nerdodome. dome And with me, I bring Cool Whip. Cool Whip. And he's sick and tired of all these other fucking bitch-ass kids who think they're
2: geniuses. I love this.
3: And there's one in particular who has a certain laboratory that thinks he's the OG of being the genius kid. And Stewie says, "I'm coming to your laboratory, and we're gonna have a laboratory brawl." Dexter, I'm coming for you. Beep. Stewie Griffin versus Dexter.
1: Is that for? Is that coming tonight or is that NeuroMania too?
3: NeuroMania two. That's not uh,
1: tonight. Two. I man, that is. I uh, just imagine that Stewie coming out. Fuck all of you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man. Awesome. Gene 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 mean gene gene mean gene mean gene gene, gene, gene. <laughs> yeah yes oh i love I, that i was trying to think of something funny because originally i was going to do negan call it the punisher i didn't think that would make y'all pop like stewie griffin versus dexter stewie would,
1: versus so, yeah. dexter is definitely that that that's oh wow i mean that's what a visual that's fantastic <laughs> That's, uh, Nerdomania 2 I want to see how that turns out actually Tony what do you got for your uh, fourth match Slash event
2: Well what we're going to have here Is going to be a tech versus tech Match And it's going to be one of the biggest Bads against one of the best of the best Of the people that Have done some good things And it's going to be Lex Luthor Versus Tony Stark In a tech versus tech match and boy, oh boy, if this doesn't destroy the arena and, and take the crowd to places they never thought they would go. And in the end, we're not sure if Tony Stark is done for good, but Lex Luthor is definitely victorious here. As we await the cleanup from the devastation of one of the most brutal matches you've ever seen, Lex Luthor victorious over a possibly completely down, out, and done, Tony Stark.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, Ray. What do you? I, I guess. Yeah, I'd give Lex the advantage in that. Just, I don't. I mean, Tony's got great tech, but Lex is a little bit another level. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I, I can get behind. Tony, I can get behind Tony's booking decision. We might have to throw this out to the fans or something.
3: I think there's an episode of um, the Avengers cartoon. I know this. Complete tangent, but where, you know, uh, Captain America always would challenge Tony to take off the suit. Right. Well, in this episode, Tony, they're in the Savage Lands and Tony can't use a suit. And he's like, well, I'm no good to y'all. And Cap is like, no, you're more than your suit. And I think that's the difference between Tony and, and Lex Luthor is while Lex Luthor is a genius and Lex Luthor has unlimited resources and he has the tech. Iron Man is still a hero even if he's not in the suit. Tony knows how to fight. Tony knows how to strategize. Tony knows how to figure things out. And I think that will be the difference between the two.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I wish we could put this stuff on the, on the bandwagon. I guess we could put it on the Twitter poll, but without the background of the match, it's kind of hard to, for people to imagine what's I, going on. But, but we're always talking about more interaction. This would be fun.
2: I think uh, we each take a day. This week, and uh, you will put out, put out everything intermittently and let them vote for each one. It'd it, be a good time. It'd be fun.
1: Awesome, Tony. What do you got for your fifth match in in Nerdomania One?
2: So, in the in the in the midst of the cleanup from said destruction, and what was a brutal a banger after banger after banger of a match? <laughs> yes,
1: yes, after banger,
2: <laughs> we. We go to the backstage and Pepper pot's completely devastated, still doing her job, though, trying to interview Spider-Man and Flash about maintaining those Nerdomania Tag Championships. And then all of a sudden, we get a flash to the big screen and it's the Deadpool logo. And we hear the Wolverine sound come across and we cut to the ring. And it's Deadpool and Wolverine. It's Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. And Ryan Reynolds says, hey, guys, sorry to interrupt. Was just having some aviation gin with my friend here, Hugh. And we thought it'd be a great idea if we all got together for a party. So how about a tag team party title match at Nerd Slam this summer? So
1: Wolverine and, and Deadpool throwing down the challenge to Flash and, and Spider-Man. Is that is that what we got going on here
2: for... That is the promo which sets up one of, if not the possibly marquee match of Third Slam coming this summer—the biggest superhero party of the summer.
4: I-
3: from the from the curtain jerker to the main event. That's
1: exactly right. right? They, we're it's not confirmed.
3: They're the Tito it's Santana in the of this event. thing. So yeah, <laughs> all right i the reverse eddie guerrero yeah
1: I, I i think that's awesome i mean I think about that as as a showdown spider-man in the flash versus deadpool and wolverine Woo. flash better read real fast in that whole thing or it might not it might not go so well so uh i i love it awesome don't stuff for,
2: don't forget who's don't forget who's booking by that's the way. that's
1: He's true i think i think the flash has got a decided advantage but
2: ray <laughs>
1: what do you got for your fifth uh You've already had Stewie call out Dexter. I mean, I don't know how you're going to top that with yeah. your fifth match. I,
2: that's one of the matches of the, of the uh, podcast here, yes, by the that way. That is one of, of the, one of the moments of the awesome. podcast. That's awesome. Yes. If, if, if Peter Griffin and the chicken get involved with the chicken being on Dexter's side, would be very interesting ad- adaptation. What if it's Dee, Dee in the chicken suit? <laughs> <laughs> this shit books itself. Yes, it does. Why does Tony Khan Con- <laughs> have such a hard time with this, stuff?
1: Tony, hey, we Tony, we'll it's, work for cheap, man. Go ahead, Ray. What's your
3: fifth? What's your DWI fifth? Oh. So we've 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 had a bit of a break, and we're going to start back after the promo, hot and heavy with uh, the fatal four way between um, a few people that have similar styles, similar ideologies. And similar suits. We have in a of four-way, we have the Mandalorian versus Iron Man versus Master Chief from Halo versus Samus from Metroid. Wow. Wow. I hope Metroid wins.
1: I, I, I got Iron Man all the way, but that's that's just me.
2: And then here Man, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Somebody that's upset that wasn't involved in this match. Here comes Mega Man.
4: Oh, shit. You're
3: <laughs> really going back. I forgot that was a fucking thing. It's a good point. He, he may jump in this motherfucker. Um, by the way, how do you not go Mendo? Come on.
1: It's Iron Man, man. I, I can't go against Iron Man. But I don't
3: know. I, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> not long. I love, I love nothing, the. I love nothing the... can cut Beskar. Nothing can cut Beskar, but Beskar.
1: Tony's got vibranium. Maybe that works. I don't know. He could, he could <laughs> stole some from Black Panther. I don't know, man. I love the match, though, because you went and, and pulled out all these different facets of nerddom and got them all. These has got everybody's got a cool suit. You know, Sam must be too busy scanning everything, which is my only complaint about Metroid Prime. But that's another story entirely.
3: But she'd be the only one to figure out the lay of the land
1: true she would have that advantage yeah i that's that's an excellent call all right so is it to me for my fifth one ray is that is that where we are we are on yeah this
3: is five yeah so this is the match this
1: is the match that started all this shit when i first threw this out there and ray and tunny popped for this thing and the idea got born from this it's here in the fifth spot darth vader teaming up with voldemort to take on the team of luke skywalker and harry potter it's lightsabers and wands man it's it's just
2: this should have been your this should have been your main event you should have saved the title the world title match for the second one this is uh dave we we i think both of us stayed away from a lot of this just because you had such a great idea i'm gonna shut up yes you keep this is awesome you should have built this one
1: yeah i i should have built this one but it kind of the story kind of tells itself between the these, you know, father and son versus maker and unintended consequence, you know, or father on, on opposite sides of the thing. But yeah, I mean, Vader and Voldemort versus Luke and Harry. I, I, I definitely don't like Luke and Harry's chances in this match at all, <laughs> at all. So I, I, I don't have a lot of hope. It might be fun for a while, but yeah, I mean, Vader and Luke can cancel each other out to a certain extent. We've seen Harry hold his own against Voldemort, but. I I just I think the the darkness is too great in this sort of matchup. I I assume you guys are probably agreeing with me in that
3: respect. Vader would crush Harry Potter like a bug. Come on,
1: man. Ray. Ray just not holding back anything. Come uh, on, Tony not quite so sure. But he's got a, He's muted himself, so that's the. You
2: you said Vader and Voldemort, right? V and V. Yep. Managed by Big Van Vader. Uh, <laughs> yes. There you go. And then the other side was was it Yoda or Skywalker you said?
1: Skywalker and Skywalker. Harry. managed by Yoda, yeah.
2: Oh uh, uh, okay, you 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 know who I'm picking then, right? Who are you picking? Luke. Luke. I mean, Luke Skywalker defeats almost anybody all the time because when it comes down to it, it's all Star Wars.
1: That's that's yeah, I mean you got to look at it that way. So, I yeah, I I thought about making this my main event, but I had some other ideas and and one of them is it's time for the match that kind of got started with the promo ray. Superman, Omni-Man, Homelander and Black Adam are all standing in the ring and the announcer's sitting there and he, and, and it's kind of like, you know, remember when Warrior took on Honky Tonk Man at SummerSlam and Howard Finkel's like, "I don't know what I don't know who's coming out." So the announcers in the Uh-oh. ring, they're like, Uh-oh. "I don't know what Uh-oh. kind Uh-oh. of fucking match this is, even is." Superman takes the fucking microphone from the announcer and announces to everybody that we are going to have, get this, Ray, a Phantom Zone match.
3: Yeah, I was waiting for it. This is I where was waiting for the Phantom Zone. This
1: is the match where to win you have to get your opponent and shove them in the Phantom Zone. So this is particularly nasty because once you're in the zone, you ain't coming out. So I figure as this match progresses. These guys get rid of Homelander pretty quick. I, I, w- I would say yeah. Homelander is the weakest of the four. Uh, Omni-Man and Black Adam try and team up on <laughs> Superman. It doesn't work out so well, and Superman is able to get Black Adam in the Phantom Zone. Superman versus Omni-Man is a big throwdown between these two aliens who, from the promo on, do not like each other for good reason. Very different phys- philosophies on everything. What turns the match in Superman's favor, Ray, you're going to like this. The tribal chief, Roman Reigns, shows up with a radiated super soldier serum that's been modified with Kryptonian technology <laughs> to give Roman yes! Reigns
2: superpowers wow. Wow. that enable him and crowd, to... Right he, now, at this point, the crowd is going, holy shit, holy shit, Roman, holy shit. Roman Spears Omni-Man
1: literally in half. They throw him into the Phantom Zone, Ooh, ah. and Superman and Roman Reigns, bloodline, head of the table, Superman Superman and <laughs> <Let's> Roman Reigns. Let's
2: go. <laughs> I can tell you the entire bandwagon right now is popping for this match. This may be the match of the weekend, folks, in this tri And it's not even the this main event. <laughs> it could be. It
1: could be. We told you. It could be. Yeah, there you go. I, that, so, that's, a, we, that's the one that I'm giving away. Can we tweet that to Paul Heyman?
2: Wow. Can we, can we tweet that to Paul oh, Heyman? <laughs> How is how is the how is the du of the triverse of 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 nerdomania gonna top that for I can't that's that it just is the bill I I thought the roller coaster got this high, and then it got this high. Now where are we going, Dave? That's insane. Got yeah, it. you you have
1: one more match left. I got left. one I'm more blown match. Blown away, but we're gonna go back to you, Ray, for your sixth one.
3: You want me to follow that shit?
2: Yes, I do. <laughs>
3: man,
2: we got some put oh, thinking man. caps on for Nerd Slam, man.
3: Oh man, you you're like Macho Man and uh and Ricky Steamboat Ooh, going back to back. You gotta come out not here bad. with
2: your hot dog
1: and in your grandstanding. Yeah,
3: go ahead, Ray. Well, it's a good thing I'm ta- It's a good thing that I have this match listed next because um, every show needs a cooldown match. Every show needs a fun match. Every show, not every show, but every pay per view, every WrestleMania card, needs a little fun. So I have a tag team. I'm not going to call it a comedy match, but I'm sure it's going to be a lot of comedy involved in it. I have SpongeBob and Patrick versus the OGs, Ren and Stimpy.
1: Yes. <laughs> I don't know if we could tap top uh, Super Serum Kryptonian Roman Reigns, but I love that match, man.
2: I, Ray, you've gone such a completely different direction from us, and it's amazing, and I love it. <laughs> you're just This is such a fun conversation. You know, and I think people will, I'll be honest with you. Patrick is going to want in now. I can guarantee you that because he's like in his mind, listening to this because he's going to listen. He wants to know what we're up to and kudos for him because, you know, he does a great job with the show. Him and Dave take care of everything. So this is just a fun thing, Ray, that you did today with a lot of your matches and i just wanted to point that out and give yeah, you kudos. I
1: love that, Thank Patrick. You. Patrick and SpongeBob, Ren and Stimpy. What could go wrong? I mean, really, that's that's uh, that's just tremendous. Other I, than Patrick and SpongeBob oh, forgetting man.
3: to show up, but well, there there is. So you guys have talked run-ins, but this is the only match I'm booking a run-in. Only match. Squidward, Red Even, yeah. oh, all...
1: <laughs> Even better, better than ringside. Squidward. Better than Squidward. Yes. Awesome. Fantastically. Uh, I hey, love it.
2: That 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 SpongeBob is a dumbass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's kick his ass. Let's kick a square ass. Oh yeah. yeah square, square ass. ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the shape of evil. Tony, what do you got for your uh where your No, uh...
2: but Beavis, Beavis can be like Finn Balor. There's Beavis and then there's the great Cornholio. All right.
1: Uh, (laughs) Awesome. What's your six? All
2: right. So all of my cards are going to have co-main events, right? And then you can, you obviously the main, main event is the main, main event. But today, because there's more to the main, main event, the women are kicking off the co-main event and it's a ladder match. Now I'm going to have a legit ladder match here and it's not going to just be any ladder match. It's a super scaffolding ladder match. And it's going to be between two women, one from DC and one from Marvel, who I think can very much encapture your mind's eye and creativity in seeing what happens when Catwoman defends her Nerdomania women's title in a super ladder scaffolding match against Black Widow.
3: That's a hell of a match, bro. Yeah,
1: that's good, man.
2: This This is a heel Catwoman, by the way, who successfully defends her match because a certain hooded individual, unbeknownst by shape, size or dress, was unrecognizable in helping Catwoman retain the title because this person came down from the rafters on a zip line pushed Black Widow off the scaffolding and gave Catwoman time to go back up and retrieve her Nerdomania woman's title. It
1: had to be Hawkeye.
2: To which to 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 which she decided to celebrate by tying it to her whip and rolling it over the top of her head.
4: Meow.
1: I yeah. <laughs> i love the
3: match man
4: Who's hey, the hooded figure
1: who's the hooded figure gotta wait for nerd slam to find out
3: come on, i want to know now he's not gonna
1: tell
3: <laughs> you now okay all right
2: so that's so that's the co-main tony wow. what is
1: your main event man you you lead us into this thing what is your main event
2: all right the current nerdomania world heavyweight champion is superman and this is a fatal four-way for the nerdomania world heavyweight title it's not just any Fatal 4-Way. It's a Fatal 4-Way elimination match. The Challengers, Omni-Man, Homelander,
3: Same and, fucking Hulk, match.
2: and Hulk. Ooh. Ooh, that Omni-Man, changed this bit. Omni-Man is immediately leaving this match because Invincible shows up and says, you have no right to do any of this shit, and you have no right to this title... Because I can whoop your ass. And if I can whoop your ass, there's no way you should be the world title challenger. Not to mention that this is a losers-leave-earth match. So, Omni-Man is gone. Never pinned. This is, him this and, is how fucking World War Hulk starts. Never, never a loser in the match, by the way. Never a loser in the match, by the way. Right? Him and Invincible fight out of the arena. Gone. Out of the story. Out of the picture. Superman continues to defend... Hulk has just been smashed by him and Homelander repeatedly because of a sequence of events that he's not getting up. Never pinned. Hulk still never pinned. Superman is in big trouble because, oh my goodness, here come Green Arrow and evil Oliver McQueen and evil Shaquille O'Neal as Steel and Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke as Whiplash. And in this fatal four-way elimination match where there are no rules, Superman is in big trouble. But all of a sudden, something something's happening. Tribal and Chief. And I, I think you can smell it. I think you can smell it.
3: Dog, no way.
2: If you smell what <laughs> Black Adam is cooking and Black Adam comes out, and he's defending Superman. And people are wondering why, because they thought these two were rivals. But then, flashes on the Titantron. The Rock and Henry Cavill are friends. This is amazing. <laughs> Here comes more backup. Not only do we have Steven Amell, Shaquille O'Neal, and Mickey Rourke out there, along with, still, Homelander. But to back up Superman, Henry Cavill, is The Rock is Black Adam. Here comes John (laughs) Cena's pacemaker. And, ha ha, that's so funny. Drax needs smash. Batista's Drax is on his way. Wow, this is the beginning of some severe (laughs) faction rivalry. As the good guys take advantage, Homelander goes down, Superman is victorious after a Black Adam bottom. Black Adam bottom, yes. and, And Henry Cavill retains. And social media rules supreme as a spoiler alert to nerdomania in the PC universe. I wonder what ramifications could be because the only person that has to leave Earth is Homeland.
1: That's an improvement. The, pe- oh my God. the people's lightning. I I love it, man. What a, what a <laughs> that's the craziest thing ever. And and yeah, like you're saying, it is kind of. It's got all the characters from my match as well, in, in, in just in different. And you got wrestlers involved. I, you'd almost think Tony and I planned that, but we didn't. But the
2: entire I, I love it. The entire matchup of people running in on the fatal four way is wrestlers who act on one side, and and actors who dabbled in wrestling on the other side. Because <laughs> you got clever. Stephen Amell, you got Shaq, and you got Mickey Rourke, and on the other side you have Batista, Cena, and The Rock. They're so clever. I they appreciate everybody for showing up. But well, wait. There's more. It's the Ayatollah of rock and roll. (laughs) And he says, I'm not sure who's right or wrong here. But if there's a triple threat, I'm the special guest referee. Watch your ass, Mickey Rourke. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what's the weirdo did he (laughs) play? Wait a minute. He's got Mickey Rourke connection. Yeah, he's the okay, total rock and true. roll. That's he's in a he's a superhero in my universe.
1: I don't oh know how God. we can possibly top that, Ray, but I'm Ray, gonna let you try. Ray,
2: gets, Ray, sometimes in my universe it gets Fozzy.
1: <laughs> Wagga Wagga.
3: Ray, what's your main event if you dare? I think we should just end the show after that shit. <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> so my so my main event isn't the most um clever. It isn't the most, um, it's not the coolest thing I've ever made. But I think it's necessary. I think it's big enough, keyword on big, to end a show of this magnitude. I got a rematch, y'all. We built this show on the back of a rematch. King Kong, Godzilla 2, to the death. Somebody, (laughs)
1: loser leaves life. (laughs) Loser leaves life. Do we get Mecha Godzilla as well or is it just
3: just these two straight up? Just these two. Hey, run ins can happen. I don't know. But just these two. Because last time King Kong had him on the ropes and Godzilla cheated. So now we get the rematch. And 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 this is this is the match you come for the other five, you come for the other five matches, but this is the match that sold the show. Now, yeah. mind you, I told you guys I got twelve matches. Well thirteen count the Dexter uh the Dexter one. I have another main event that I was gonna use instead of this one. Uh but save I'll it, save it for Nerd. Save it, it for
1: Nerd
2: Slam.
3: All I can I say know.
2: is on the transition from Ray to Dave on the PC side. Make sure you turn into Monday nerd raw tomorrow night. <laughs> nerd <laughs> nerd uh
1: nerd down. Friday night nerd down. <sighs> I know
2: i i heard personally that dr strange had something to say so i would tune in for the 10 p.m eastern uh top of the hour
1: and it won't be (laughs) it won't be standard strange so i mean i i like the call of godzilla versus kong the rematch because you know that some shit you're gonna get some kaiju pacific rim run in bullshit going on there so it's not gonna end that way so I saved my main event for last, especially with you guys here, because I need you two to be involved in this. This is an, inter- this is an interactive main event. Tony talked about doing these kind of matches, like, a, like styling him after pay-per-view. What other way could I end the first Nerdomania than without the true greatest Royal Rumble of all time? Not the bullshit from Saudi Arabia. 30 heroes in this Royal Rumble match.
3: Coming in at different, God damn, okay. different entrance. Let me get a fucking pen. And
1: I'm wow, going to give you guys, I'm going to give you guys the order of entry, and you guys can say whatever you want as it's going on. I got 30, 30 I, eyes. I ran, I put them all in a random generator.
2: I have a feeling where I have a feeling where I'm going to be going with this.
1: So here we go. First one in, Shazam. First guy in, Black Panther, number two then it gets interesting because we get a long run of marvel characters which you think well that's shazam's ass but when you listen to these guys coming in there's some history between these people in the ring coming in number three the hulk number four captain marvel number five spider-man number six namor the submariner so right there, you've got Namor and Black Panther in the ring together. So you know how that's going to end up pretty quickly. What
2: if
4: I would not, say I'm they, not even well,
1: saying the I, ring. This isn't a ring. It's just a free for all battle.
2: Well, what if what if they eliminated? If, you know, we are waiting on an elimination here. We've gotten to seven now, but instead of of Panther and Namor going for each other, everybody else gets eliminated, and now we get back down to two.
1: <laughs> that could be the way. The dogs are, are not happy about it, but. i think that's good so number seven into the ring dr strange number eight
2: he's gonna hide in a secret box somewhere until the (laughs) end he's gonna be you thought he was eliminated he's gone right he's like he's watching black panther and Neymar go at it and he's like wow I, i don't and he's like and then all of a sudden when there's like three people left he becomes the new fourth at the end
1: number eight professor x Ray marks, out, Ray marks out hard for number nine
2: because it's, 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 it's Hawkeye. It's, 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 but his Professor X is, like, the longest one. He's, like, wheelchair down to the ring That's and everything. Right. That's and right. then he gets out. And he's like, oh, motherfuckers, I can walk.
1: <laughs> Ray's, Ray loses his mind even though he's missing a finger when Hawkeye comes in at number nine. Storm yeah, comes
2: it's the one that holds the arrow. Too.
3: <laughs> Storm comes in. Well, let at Well, I let the whole thing go when I let when I shoot yeah, it anyway, so it doesn't true, matter. That's true.
1: Storm comes in at ten. Scarlet Witch at eleven. Finally, some DC love as Supergirl comes in at number twelve. Hawkman comes in at thirteen. She Hulk at fourteen.
2: She all cleans out.
1: Doctor Fate at fifteen.
2: Now Doctor Strange appears. <laughs> that's right just to eliminate dr fate and then he <laughs> then he vanishes, wondering yeah. what happened just like i'm gonna press charges asshole
1: <laughs> green lantern comes in at 16
2: goes the light on on, on dr strange we yeah can't, we can't, get can't him find him in.
1: firestorm comes in at 17 All like nightwing at 18 Tony loses his oh, mind wow. because the flash comes in at number 19
2: And now everybody else is gone except for Doctor Strange, who we still can't. Because Flash just immediately, you don't even see him coming.
1: (laughs) He's John Cena in the ring until Thor shows up at number 20. The Vision shows up at 21.
2: It's Fat Thor, though.
1: It's Fat Thor.
2: (laughs) he gets ripped, and he gets ripped during the match while chasing the Flash. That's right.
1: (laughs) Daredevil at 22.
2: He Aqu- cannot see what's going on. That's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> Does not need to. Uh, we get Aquaman at 23. Neither
2: of us speak, no, of us speak lies, Raymond yeah. Cashington. Aquaman that.
1: at 23, which is important because he can only stay out of water for an hour. So he's got just enough Well, time.
2: the problem was is he pulls a Titus O'Neil and he trips and goes right under the rig where there's <laughs> water and maintains her <laughs> little bit, but no. He's not ever entered the match, but he's still not out of the match yet. Now,
1: here's the two that I think probably swing this thing because of their late entry into this mess. Wonder Woman at 24, followed by Silver Surfer at 25, followed by Martian Manhunter at 26, followed by Black Bolt at 27. And then we end up with Cyborg at 28. And here's probably the winner of this thing. Jean Grey, depending on how phoenixed out she is at 29. And Luke Cage brings up the rear at 30. Who do you guys think is going to win? And I'll tell you why. It probably doesn't matter.
2: I'll start. I'll know where I'm going. Eventually, love it, man. Paragon and love. And, 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 and Dave, you're going to love the ending. Because much like some beautiful pay-per-view endings where Macho and Elizabeth oh yeah, would close the show. Your show closes. With love prevailing and the flash, he doesn't, right? And Iris is up at the top. And maybe whoever you think his best friend is in your universe comes out and saves Iris from slipping off of the Flash's shoulders and inadvertently grabs her ass, and that sets something else up. But whatever. For now, <laughs> the Flash rules supreme. And then when you talk about those banger after banger entrance at the end, I think the people that were left immediately get together and eliminate them until the flash eliminates Wonder Woman at the end because she's distracted by the love between him and her.
1: I like it. Ray, who wins
3: this thing? Definitely not the flash. Absolutely not the flash. Of all thirty members, I think the last to win will be the flash. So <laughs> I'm going with Hulk.
2: Doctor Strange was never Hulk? eliminated.
1: Hulk him from number three. Therapy. Hulk lasts the whole time, huh? That's
3: not bad. well because the the more you attack him, the more you make him angry, the stronger he gets.
2: Does it come down to him and She-Hulk?
3: No, because I can see She-Hulk can control emotions better. So I can see her being I don't know, nice of a bailiff or something.
2: Does and maybe it, like did maybe like he inadvertently eliminate She-Hulk and she's like, what the fuck? Because that sets up some good storylines for future.
3: That could be cool. Yeah. That could be real cool, but yeah, I, man, I got the hope just because it behoo- uh, his powers behoove him to win something like that. You made the more you the more mad you make me, the more I, the more I show up.
1: See, in my mind, I've got Wonder Woman winning this thing, <clears throat> and at the end of this thing, I've got Wonder Woman and Jean Grey, and Jean, of course, has got the Phoenix Force, and she's dominating Wonder Woman, and it's not looking good. But as Jean Grey goes for the killing blow behind her, you see Superman. And Super Roman Reigns behind her. And they just go and they take out Jean Grey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ray gets up and leaves. Wonder Woman joins the new Kryptonian bloodline, or whatever the hell we're going to call it. And we get the super faction going into Nerd Slam. <laughs> Ray, Ray just left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, the,
4: the head of the table. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman joins the
1: super faction. That's, that's how I got Nerdomania ending. The new Trinity? The new Batman Trinity. Gone?
3: The new Trinity? That's right.
1: Batman's gone. He got eliminated earlier in the in the night. You got Superman, Super Roman, Wonder Woman. That's a bloodline love I can it. get behind.
3: That's 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 a that's a, that's a real ass bloodline. My God. I love it. All right. Well that one did 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 uh Superman and, and Wonder Woman acknowledge him?
1: They uh acknowledge each other. Yeah, that's 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 okay. how this bloodline works. They acknowledge each other, so Works.
2: And at the end of at the end of Dave's pay per view, Sami Zayn comes out and it's just regular <laughs> Sami Zayn, but he's still in the bloodline. And
1: Superman lasers him into oblivion, and that's how we. No, end no, no,
2: oh no! You got to keep a
4: Sami Zayn.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, that's it, man. Nerdomania won in the books. What did you guys think of that? That was that was too much fun.
3: That was fun.
4: <laughs> it's crazy. That
3: was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was I a mean, lot of fun.
2: Nerd slam. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Maybe
1: we can convince O'Dowd for. Uh, the season premiere of episode season three, maybe he'll do it.
2: So he'll miss an episode here. That's right. right.
1: (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for doing this and entertaining the masses out there to run down nerdomania. That was a lot of fun. It's fun to get creative fantasy booking meets nerd culture. What can go wrong? Uh, Except as you saw Ray lost a finger guy. I mean, Ray lost a finger today.
2: I mean, the shit. Exactly. Wow. He's, he's, Ray is he, the only one of us he, Ray is the only one of us that's a part of the nerd mania. Ray, will, Ray you,
1: will think twice before he
2: calls out Superman again but anyway he's only nine tenths, he's only nine tenths of himself bro. all
1: right guys that's gonna do it let people know where can they check you out on social media man Tony
2: uh follow me at pc Tony make sure you're checking out everything chair shot radio network over there on the chairshot.com and all your favorite streaming platforms pro forward slash the Make it happen.
1: Ray, where can people find you on the Twitterverse?
3: At I acknowledge the tribal chief that didn't burn my finger off. Nice. A.K.A. It's Ray Cash. ri C A S H Mysterio. in dollars.
2: At Nine Fingers Cash. At Nine
3: Fingers Cash. Nice. Where I'm I'm doing her rest stuff with my friends.
1: Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at Attitude That is at Attitude A-G-G. And on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. Also. Make sure you're checking us out at Bandwagon Nerds. That is going to do it for Nerdomania 1. Until next time, basement dwellers, get out of the basement, have some sun, think outside the box, come up with your ner- own Nerdomania cards, shoot it to us on Twitter. You've been listening to Bandwagon Nerds, a part of the Chairshot Radio Network, right here on thechairshot.com.
4: Chairshot.com. I am the game, you don't want to play me I am control, No way you can shake me I am heavy debt, no way you can pay me I am the pain, and I know you can't take me Look over your shoulder, ready to run Like a clay bitch from a smoking gun I am the game, and I may do So move on out, you can die like a fool Try to figure out what my mood's gonna be Come on over, circle I don't you me? Don't you forget there's a price you can pay.
0: Because I am the game and I want to play. You think Mighty Mouse could beat up Superman? What are you, cracked? Why not? I saw the other day he was carrying five elephants in one hand. Boy, you don't know nothing. Mighty Mouse is a cartoon. Superman is a real guy. No way
4: a cartoon could beat up a real guy. Yeah, maybe you're right.
0: Would be a good fight though.